0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Kingdom of God podcast. I don't have any new material for this week, uh, but I do have an excellent uh, episode for you today for the fourth episode um, of season one. I'm going to be going back to Brian Parker's uh, Mother Day call where I was invited to speak as a guest, and uh, Brian Parker remains a very good friend of mine, and it's an excellent It's an excellent call. So uh, thank you very much for joining me, and I hope you
1: enjoy the show. Have a great evening.
2: Recorded live. Hey, everybody. This is Brian. I want to welcome you to the Matrix Discussion Group call for Tactical Sovereignty this Sunday evening. The first day of the week not the seventh not the sabbath and we're going to have a great call tonight um got sean von Dine on with us this evening and uh, he's kind of sat back and watched things happen and uh, really kind of connected a lot of the dots and he's seemingly on the same page that i am you know we have to realize you know like i posted um today in that scripture that you know we fight not, you know, against flesh and blood. And as soon as we realize that and realize that all of this is happening from a spiritual level and it's all based on a spiritual level, unless we understand and comprehend that, then we're never going to find the remedy or cure or whatever that we're looking for. Um, you know, we have to understand, you know, the, the foundation that a house is on. know, we got to make sure that we comprehend that foundation that something's built on before we can start doing anything with the building that's sitting on it. That's and right. it's, yeah, it's just very, very essential. You know, we've got, got to get the basics down first. And uh, I mean, too many times people are wanting to know, I knew well, I need to write this letter, or write that letter. I'm like, okay, I'll write it. Well, how do I do it? You know, well, hey, gosh, if you can't even put in a motion, then, you really need to get way back and start comprehending a whole lot more before you even attempt those things. So anyway, um, you know, I normally start out this show, or we're used to, with the legal disclaimer. And recently I've decided to say, you know what, Um, that legal disclaimer, forget about that, because, you know, nobody else is going to teach us anything about law or legality. We're going to have to find out on our own. And that's right. the bottom line. And we're here to teach and help each other because, like I said, nobody else is going to do it for us. So, with that being said, uh, I want to welcome our guest, uh, Sean Vadanan. How are you doing? And please plug I'm your fantastic. website as well thank so you. people can look at it as they're listening to you.
1: Um,
0: okay. So, uh, yeah, I'll start you off with my website. Uh, thank you very much, Brian, for having me on the show tonight. It means the world to me, really. Um, vondenvisuals.com. It's V-O-N-D-E-H-N-V-I-S-U-A-L-S.com There is a link on the uh, event on Facebook tonight for the call. I put a link in there. And uh, there's a brief summary of everything that I plan to talk about on the call tonight, which I also have in my private notes. The very first thing I want to say, and uh, this is just going to touch a little bit on uh, Brian's intro as well. Um, He was talking about foundation for uh, remedy and for finding our way in this matrix and that it is of a spiritual nature. Um, I have... I'm really not that smart. Like Intelligent-wise, I'm just going to let everybody know I may be in the mid-130s or somewhere around that. I'm not a genius. Um, A lot of guys in this law movement um, are a lot more intelligent than I am. Um, My special gift is I have a very unique understanding of patterns, uh, words, symbols, and the ideas that are being communicated um, both in the legal system and in the, you know, matrix that we call the real world. And the phone number call in tonight, um, I'm just going to touch on that for a moment because it's, there are no coincidences in the universe, and it's full of fours. And four is the number for foundation, so we have uh, three fours, 444, Three is the Trinity, so that's a sacred thing right off the beginning, so we're, it's triple four is the foundation of of something sacred, and then it's followed by a seven, which uh, represents heaven, and then three more fours, which again is is like the Trinity, you know, finding foundation. So um, that might be a little bit over everybody's head, but uh, I first want to say Happy Mother's Day to everybody, because uh, as I was saying a little bit before the call, before we started recording, one of the main things that's lacking in the world and the reason that, you know, people are not finding remedy in this movement is because we are not coming from this from the perspective of love that we need to be. Um, the, I think most people, you know, know and understand the power of God, even if they don't know what God is necessarily on a on a deeply personal level. We have this idea that God is very authoritative, um, absolute wisdom, absolute authority, um, and... Uh, unforgiving. <laughs> uh, you know, if, if we're bad, we're going to suffer for that. You know, lightning bolts from the sky and all that kind of stuff. When uh, the truth is that it is all of those other things, but it's also the most benevolent love of the Divine Mother. There is no, there is no uh, consequence, if you will, for uh, not following God except for having the opportunity to follow Him next time. <laughs> uh, there's no death. There's just continual... Retrying to uh, reach your highest idea on this earth, and that's what the Father really represents—is uh, your highest idea. So on this Mother's Day, um, the idea is the—I'm going to be talking about things as they are typically in our mind, and uh, we call it Mother Earth because Mother Earth is—is is where is—is uh, is what we impregnate with our ideas and build buildings on and and all of that stuff. It's the body that we that we build upon. But the idea of God came before that. And even that idea of God came from the nothingness that existed before that, which was the blackness, the emptiness. And that was the love of the universe. That's the eternal undying. And it's the darkness that we have this uh, association with as being bad, as being nothing, as being dark and horrible. And
2: yes, Sean, you're, you're starting to drift on us, well. Sorry, Uh, like I said, thank
0: you for reminding me. I will do that sometimes. Um, So yeah, just tap in and remind me I'm getting quiet. Um, So this is for Mother's Day to return the idea of uh, love to the earth. Um, For an introduction, um, what we're doing right now is a live broadcast. And uh, because I said I'd be talking about things on more of an esoteric spiritual level, um, what we're doing now, this is life. our living words, our exchange of ideas, um, the ideas of the, the highest ideas coming from um, the best intentions being expressed into the world where they will resonate forever they're going to touch the minds of whoever's on this call it'll be recorded and then sent into the universe and available to anybody else whose ears are going to hear it later um, it's it's one of the most it is the most powerful gift we have is our word. Um, So live, broad, obviously that means that we're reaching a wide audience. That just touches on what I was talking about before. And cast is the ability to cast your spell with your word in the universe. So right now we're on something that's called a live broadcast. And uh, I just wanted to reveal to you how that, in itself, is a reflection of the magic that I'm going to be talking about tonight. Everything is magic. And your greatest magic is your best idea. The Living Word of God. So, uh, the Living Word of God, uh, we've heard in the Bible, and we've heard people talk that a lot of the time there is truth in the Bible. I don't think there's anybody that's ever going to deny that. Um, There's a lot of misconceptions about how uh, stories are related or translated from the Bible that might not be fully representational of truth. But uh, the core message of the Bible is... or or there are core elements of truth found all over the Bible. and uh, One of them is that in the beginning there was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Um, I'm speaking to you today not from a point of not having any knowledge. Uh, and This is something that I would never have ever said before, but the reason that I'm willing to take responsibility and accountability for anybody who listens to any of the advice that I'm giving you on this call tonight is because I am speaking to you tonight with an honorary master's degree of the 37th Order of Occulted Sciences. And if I'm able to say that to anybody on this call tonight with the preemptive things that I've done in my life to have this call take place, and you can all still hear me, then I'm telling you it's true. Um, They would not let me claim such a thing if it were not. Believe me, there are eyes everywhere, especially with groups like this. Um, and then there's my story versus his story and uh, we're talking about um, being lawful versus legal. Um, The story of Jesus versus what your story is in this uh, drama we call life. Um, Are things really as evil as we perceive them to be? Was anything actually done to any living man or woman on this earth? And I'm going to tell you that no there was not. I'm going to tell you that yes You're going to hear a lot of things talking about uh, afterbirth material and birth certificates and and how they're all slave contracts, and I'm going to tell you that that is not true. It is not true. (laughs) There is no way that you could ever be enslaved, and there's no way that God's kingdom can ever be taken from you, and that is the underlying premise for why most people in this movement are wrong. Um, It's not about getting back to the land and claiming ownership of your land. Um, God's kingdom is available to everyone, and the whole idea of commerce and the commercial laws that were built up around that based on God's law are the idea that we want to own for self rather than give to all. That's what got us in this mess in the first place, is that we wanted to own what is ours on this earth and see ourselves as individual from everybody else rather than knowing that what we create is for everyone. And what we create together, our greatest gift, is what we as a collective humanity can accomplish together. One man can do nothing, but one man can inspire a world to do anything. And that's what this call is about. Um, Okay, so as far as content goes and what I've done in my own movement, I said I would talk about the Sistui KV and I would give everybody access to uh, the administrative rights of their uh, Sistui KV trust by the end of this call. I'm going to do that right now. And I'm going to do that by... Uh, I'm actually going to go to my website again, uh, bondenvisuals.com and... Uh, see if I can... Actually, you know what, I've got my portfolio right beside me here. And that's probably a better way to go. Um, All of the documents that I have published are available on my blog, um, so you can just kind of scroll through and find them. Uh, So, Sestui KV. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. I, Sean, am the living Word of God. My Father, Von Den, which art in heaven, hallowed be my name. My kingdom comes, my will is done on earth as it is in heaven. Give me this day my daily bread, and forgive me of my trespasses, as I forgive those who have trespassed against me. Lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. For I am the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. So that is my Tostuli KV. It's unique. I don't think there's anybody else in the world that's using it, um, but everybody in the world is more than welcome to if they want to. I'm presuming that everybody would understand which names they need to change to uh, substitute to make it their own. But what I want to say about that document is uh, the second thing I have written here is what is a Sistui KV? Um, you know I can I can tell you what it is and I can read that to you, but what do the words Systui KV actually mean? So I said I'd be looking at Google God, and I just typed in Sistui KV definition. very first thing that comes up on Google is that Sistui KV is the person whose life is used to measure various things, such as the duration of a trust, a gift, or an insurance contract. It can also be used to mean the person upon whose life a policy of life insurance is drawn. Okay, and then I noticed that just down below it there is a Sistui KV uh, declaration or definition from Black's Law. So I'm just going to open that right now. It says, featuring Black's Law, free online legal dictionary, second edition. Um, And I'm going to read exactly what it says there. He whose life is the measure of the duration of an estate, Um, blah, blah. (laughs) The person whose life, any lands, tenements, or hereditaments are held. Distilice doit inheritori... Oh my goodness, it goes into uh, full Latin for a second there. Uh, He who would have been heir to the father of the deceased shall also be heir of the son, descendant. um, An abbreviated form of the Latin word confer, meaning compare, directs the reader's attention to another part of the work, to another volume, case, etc., where contrasted, analogous, or explanatory views or statements may be found. This abbreviation most commonly stands for chapter or chancellor, but it may also mean a chancery or chief, a chase or hunting ground, an old English law, a station of game, more extended than a park and less than a forest, also the liberty of chasing or hunting within a certain district, also the way through which cattle are driven to pasture, otherwise called a droveway. So uh, those are just the two first definitions, but um, really what it is is a declaration of the value of your life to you. Not in anybody else's eyes, to you. What your life means to you, what the value of your life is to you. And what I'm claiming is to be a spiritual entity, I'm not claiming to be my body or my mind. I'm claiming that I'm all three of those things together, which can never exist on paper. And it can't. Um, I could never exist on paper. The only thing that can ever exist on paper is my highest idea. And so I made my highest idea of declaration for my life. And that is why we are uh, surety for the central banks. One of the things that started me on this quest was that I happened to be passing through Toronto three days before uh, the G20 summit meeting in Toronto back in 2010, I believe it was. Um, And I was actually uh, doing a tarot reading for a friend of mine and had three police officers stop chat with me very nicely for about 45 minutes. They actually asked me to do a tarot reading for them. I I did one free of charge, as I do everything free of charge. And, you know, after they were done, they asked me my name. I said, sorry, I don't use names anymore. I'm a spiritual man, blah, blah, blah. And the moment I said that, they got very aggressive with me and uh, started telling me that I had to give them a name blah, blah, blah. I insisted that I didn't believe I had to, that I could claim a spiritual life if I wanted to. They told me if I didn't give the name that was issued to me by the birth certificate that I would be charged with obstruction of a peace officer. And so I gave them that name. And the moment I did, I just went to hell. Uh, About 16 hours worth. um, And I was interrogated about five times. Uh, It literally looked like, um, I don't know, Something out of a movie, man. It was terrible. It was like the bottom of a uh, Toronto parking lot, um, chain wire fences between all of the, like, cells. They were, like, made from fences. uh, Lying on the concrete ground, like there was no beds, nothing. uh, Yeah. And I was held for 16 hours. I was told that I was not allowed to speak for myself, um, that if I wanted out, I would need to ask for a lawyer, legal advice, legal aid or an attorney. Um, and if I didn't agree to those terms, I would be held indefinitely. And, you know, I did, I think what anybody in that situation would do. (laughs) I said, okay, fine. If that's the only way I can get out, I'll take legal aid. What the hell? And, uh, and then I found out legal aid was going to try and get me bail. I couldn't even believe that they were going to be asking for bail. I I thought, you know, like what is going on? Um, I was released on bail after about 16 hours. My brother came and picked me up, and uh, from that moment forward, I decided that I was going to do everything and anything I had to do to learn whatever I needed to learn so that I could stand in court and speak for myself. And it took me seven years from that time to get to where I am now. So, in addition to that Sestui KV, um, I'm going to ask you, Brian, to remind me, again, if I go quiet, because I'm going to read uh, There were three follow-up documents that I used. I'm only going to read one of those uh, just to save time on the call tonight. Um, But they are again available on my website. But I'm going to read the first one and then I'm going to explain why I sent the following three documents after the first one. And where I sent them and everything else that I've done since then. (coughs) Excuse me. So this document is a matter for the public record. Uh, This was sent to uh, Canada's Vital Statistics and it starts, To whom these presents may come, greetings. I am writing you today with respect to Record of Live Birth Registered with Canada's Vital Statistics for Sean Stephen Von Den. I have provided a copy of my Sistui KV or Certificate of Life. It is proof of my life and the title deed and claim of right to my real estate. It is presumed that the Record of Live Birth registered with Canada's Vital Statistics by my parents is also a claim of right to my kingdom, brackets, real estate, and this letter is to now and forever dispel that presumption. My kingdom is my mind, body, and soul. It seems to me that any property claim to any of my kingdom is a contract of slavery unless I have chosen to volunteer or donate the energy of my life to a foreign nation by way of informed consent. I hereby revoke any and all such consent to contracts binding me or any of my kingdom to any foreign corporation and any and all such existing contracts are null and void prima facie for lack of full disclosure. A few details of your record of my live birth or fraudulent. My kingdom could never re- legally be registered by the state as it can never be taken away. Nor would anyone but me have the right or the authority to determine how my property should be governed. To incite a man to surrender his kingdom and the energy of his life to a foreign corporation or nation, suggesting the man will have no right to employment, health or dental care, and any or, and or any other benefit of society, is a very clear and constructive fraud. To this day, my parents can't believe they had given away any part of my kingdom and insist they would never have done so if they had known. You do not have my informed consent, and I do not acknowledge being born into a fictional time construct created by the Roman Catholic Church. I am a true man of God, full age of majority, and the rightful heir to God's kingdom, my mind, body, and soul, living in my nation, in my house, and in my land. I am the land of my mother, my body, Sean. I am the ideas of my father, my house, Von Den. I am the spirit of God, the will, or hand of Stephen. I am Sean Stephen Von Den, a man living here and now. I am kindly asking you to return the source document or genuine article live birth record for Sean Stephen Von Den, or provide me proof that the estate has been reclaimed by its rightful heir, Sean Stephen Von Den. In exchange, I surrender all corporate titles and the certified person back to you. I currently hold no crown issued paper identification. My okay. Sistui kv renders all of your records, um, sorry, all of your record of live birth null and void as I am now the title bearer of my own real estate or kingdom. Please advise all relevant offices that the trust for Sean Stephen Von Den held by the Crown no longer represents any real property and therefore has no commercial value. As the live birth record is considered the source document from which all other corporate fictions and titles are created, the corporate titled character Sean Stephen Von Den also has no life without my energy, rendering all commercial contracts created in my name and without my informed consent, null and void. Let the tower of cards collapse, please. As I believe this to be an act of willful and constructive fraud, I am also seeking compensation for my years of service to this country in ignorance and would like every tax dollar I've had stolen from me returned with interest. Every nation reserves the right to create its own debt-free currency necessary for the full development of its inhabitants and I am sure I can count on your cooperation and support in developing a coin for my realm, documents for travel, and establishing my kingdom in the international community. I look forward to your reply. Have a blessed day. King Sean, Hand of Stephen, House of Net. Okay, that's all the uh, reading I'm going to do. Um, everybody still there? I'm here. All right, cool. Yeah, here for a moment. I thought, okay, my God, they cut me off. All right, um, so we're still live. We're good. Um, any questions so
1: far from anybody? If I may? Of course.
3: Did they respond to that letter? Perfect. Okay, so... I'm
0: going to – that leads in perfectly to what I was going to talk about next because uh, there's a couple of things specifically in that document that I want to address. One of them being that um, I'm asking for compensation for my years of service to the country. Um, I'm basically asking for financial compensation for what they have done to me. Uh, There is a reason that I did that. And the reason that I did that is because with the Sistui KV – that I have created and what I'm going to try and convey to everybody on this call tonight, as soon as that document is created by you, you are your own entity and you are the authority in your own kingdom. So from that moment forward, it is entirely up to you as the individual whether or not you want to enter back into the seas of commercial admiralty waters. Um, That document is a spiritual document. It's claiming God's kingdom and what I did by putting that claim in there was letting them know that if they want to address me, because now I have, I have what's called authority, um, or uh, let me make sure I use the right words, uh, standing, capacity, um, and I guess that's it, standing. Yeah, I have full standing and capacity in law, uh, and I think those are the only two things you really need. anyway status. That's right, status, status and standing. Um, And so what that means is, is once I create that document and I'm standing in God's kingdom, well, God's kingdom is a jurisdiction that covers the entire earth, okay? Which means that it can never be taken away from you. That jurisdiction can never disappear. So when I put a claim into the commercial admiralty fiction, what that means is that if they want to address these, if they want to play their games with me anymore, they, they'll have to bring me under the warrants that, that they still have issued and haven't cleared or whatever they've done with them. I don't know if they've got rid of them or not, I and mean, I don't care. <laughs> the fact is that they still exist, they're no longer relevant. They're now fraudulent documents. And if they try to bring me into court in commercial admiralty, they no longer have standing in jurisdiction, or, or the judge in that courtroom is not going to have standing in jurisdiction the moment I claim God's kingdom. That makes me the authority of that courtroom. The, the courtroom immediately becomes the jurisdiction of common law and their black magic tricks don't work anymore. Now we're speaking English with each other and we're making agreements as common men and women. Now what people need to understand about that is that the moment that happens there is no money. There is no settlement. That only happens in their fiction. So if they want to you know, battle me in, in, in their fiction, It's just a matter of me saying... If they they say they want to maintain the the, the admiralty of of, of jurisdiction of commercial admiralty court and and that's the jurisdiction they want to go under, fine. I have absolute authority in that jurisdiction and so I'm just going to pass a default judgment claim for what I've already put on the record. And that's it. Judgment claim done, case dismissed, and I'm going to go and cash $11 million or whatever it was I asked for um, in settlement. So they're not going to bring me into their courts. And I guarantee that. I know that. Um, Because for me to do that would be dishonor. And that's why I have to talk to everybody about honor today. Because if you're getting out and you're wanting to go back in to these courts and fight them, then you're not acting in honor anymore. Because you're not respecting the judge's position. And the judge has a very specific duty to maintain the assets of the church. Okay, which are controlled by the central bank,
2: <laughs> which Sean? you know
0: sounds they you know, it all sounds you know like a big conspiracy, but it's not okay. They're all being secured for the church by the central banks. Okay, so the hey, first kingdom can share it with all the world. Yes, go ahead.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just before you get into that, uh, I wanted to uh, digress. I want to back you up just a little bit. With the statements that you had just made, because a lot of people are going to think, oh yeah, that, well that's well and good if you think that, you know, they can't drag you in, da da da. But you've actually had evidence of that exact thing occurring. Oh yeah, I know that for a fact. They came when when they came to your home and looked through your paperwork and then decided to take you into the into the jail. Uh, can you? give them that story so that they know that Absolutely. you're just, like not talking out of the side of your neck?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And, and you know what? Uh, it's important, I think, that everybody listening to this call understands that until I actually created this document, and I didn't do that until, uh, well, I created it in roughly December of last year, but I didn't publish it or, or send it off until January. It was received by the Attorney General on January 19th. And so on my mother's birthday, no coincidences, February 19th is when it would legally become lawful in their fiction, uh, or lawfully become legal in their fiction. Um, so they've got 30 days to respond on a national level and then I think Brian was saying 90 days on an international level. The point is though, that none of those things are relevant to a king. Once you've claimed your kingdom, you're in. those are all their rules and uh, so what you're doing by, by letting them know and sending in a Sustui KV, it's a courtesy because I don't have to do that. I could have just created my Sustui KV and continued to walk around and, and, you know, I'm going to hand that to police officers and they're not going to understand it and they're going to take me downtown and they're going to call whoever they need to call and five minutes later they're going to, you know, say sorry and shake my hand and ask to drive me wherever I want to go. That's what's happened to me the last couple of times that I've been taken by police and what I started doing after I filed my Sistui KV is I started holding my public officials responsible for upholding the law, because that is what a true king is supposed to do. He's supposed to make sure that the, up, that, that the common law is upheld for everybody. So I sent that message out, and then I noticed, and this is something else I'm going to talk about as well, because I was on social assistance from October of last year until whenever I got this done. And... Um, people say, oh, no, you can't do that. You can't take a benefit from the state and declare sovereignty at the same time. You know what? We're living in God's kingdom, okay? So everything is a gift from God. And if the only way that you can get it at the moment is by taking some benefit from the, the government while you get it sorted out, fine. <laughs> That's what I did. And you know what? I, I believe that what I was going to learn was going to be more than enough to pay everybody back and not be a burden on society or whatever anybody else wants to think. Um, but I noticed that they were still sending me checks. And this was after I after the 30 days had expired. And so instead of doing what other people would do and just go, okay, well, I, I I guess they don't care. They're not answering my letter. I went into my social worker and I wrote him a letter. And that letter is on my blog as well. You can read it. And I quoted Black's Law Dictionary, how he was addressing me as a slave, how he's not allowed to do that because I've now claimed my kingdom and that I've you know, made this known to the Attorney General and now anytime that they use my name that's an infraction in commercial admiralty jurisdiction, blah, blah, blah. So all, all you're really doing is compounding um, commercial charges in that fiction um, against people who don't use your name and that sets a message. I mean, did it do anything? No. I mean, he, he didn't listen to me any more than the police listened to me. Uh, and so what did I do? I went to my MP, and I wrote my letter to the MP, and I included the letter that I'd sent to the Attorney General, the three follow-up letters that I'd sent to uh, Vital Statistics, the letter that I'd sent to my social worker, and now I'm building what is considered a case file of everything that I've done to try and be responsible and pay these central banks back, and nobody's listening to me. So now I'm the responsible one, and they're not, and that's kind of the premise that you have to keep going with, because in their fiction, you asked did they respond to that? Well, silence is consent. So if they don't respond to you, you've got to remember that all of their laws that they have in their fiction, um, they work for you when you claim your life and they work against them. When you're in their fiction, they work for them and against you. Um, so once you make a clear idea about what it is you want to do with your life in that direction and you don't want to be a commercial title anymore, then everything in the universe is going to be taken care of you if you are doing God's work. Now do not confuse that with creating a Stewie KV and then privatizing that stuff, incorporating it and charging people money. Because if you do that, then you're not you're you're just going back into the same fiction with your own fiction, which is you know, and that's why these people get in trouble. So that kind of touches on a video that Brian posted on uh, Tactical Sovereignty the other day with uh, a guy having a conversation with two police officers. They were being very, very nice, and they were asking the guy why he was doing it, what his reason was for it, and if it was getting him any further ahead. And that's really what I think people need to start asking themselves: Is like, is he really helping anything by what he's doing? Is he saving himself that much hassle? Um, and does he know why he's doing it? Um, That's the most important thing. Do you know why you're doing this? And if you're doing it just because you want, um, I don't know, a more advantageous perspective of the commercial realm, if you're doing this because you want to try and get access to millions of dollars, you're doing it for the wrong reason. Um, There is no money, but if you want to do good work in the world, you can set up any kind of ecclesiastic, You can use that trust to create wealth to do God's work. And that's what I want to teach people how to do today. If you want to go back into the fiction and and be private and all that kind of stuff, I take no accountability or responsibility for that. That's all on you. Um, This is about getting out of commerce and into God's kingdom. And for anybody who wants to do that, everything is free. Um, Once you get there and... uh, yeah, and I'm more than happy to, te- like, yeah, I'll tell you what I'm going through right now to administrate my estate. So that that stuff all happened to me. Um, I got frustrated because the MP didn't uh, respond. I invited the police over to my house um, to go over these documents with me. And as Brian said, that ended up in them taking me downtown and arresting me because they had read one of my letters as a response to the warrants in Toronto. So they read that and said, well, I'm sorry, it's just policy for us. You You told us that, that warrants exist in Toronto, we have to run your name and and make sure that Toronto doesn't want to see you. And I said, fine, you know, whatever. They were super nice, they took me in a back entrance at the police station, super discreet, um, and uh, I wasn't there for more than five minutes. And they said, yeah, Toronto doesn't want to have anything to do with you. And I said, I know that. I said, "I've, I've tried to hand myself in a couple of times to different police stations and they won't take me, so I'm done. I said, this is why I had you over at my house and I don't want you bothering me again, they drove me home. And I realized that I was never going to get the results that I wanted because if you're at the stage in the law movement right now where you're ready to create a Sistui KV, if if you know that that's the way to go, then chances are you know more about the law than your police officers do, than their supervisors do, than uh, probably your MP and Prime Minister or President do. Um, they don't, they're don't. they part of the regular world. They don't study this stuff like you and I do. They don't know these things. And they don't know what a Sistui KV is when it comes up on their desk. So if you're expecting to get a response, you're wrong, because until this whole movement came around for law, nobody was trying to get out the way that we are now. And, you know, there's only one person, and I hate to say it, but there is, there's only one person that they're actually going to let manage that trust. And it's because it is a surety, and the responsibility of that one person is to give it to every man on earth. And that's what I'm telling you is that, you know, it does belong to you as soon as you accept it. And I would say that anybody who has a legal dispute right now, if you stand in a court of law, if you've got anything that, that has to go before a court, I would recommend sending a letter to that court first. But, you know, if you have to go, I'm willing you to test this theory go into the court, claim God's kingdom, and say that you understand now that the only reason that you're in that courtroom is because you didn't follow the example of Christ that was given to you. And if you had, you wouldn't be using paper and you wouldn't be in that courtroom. I bet you any money the judge lets you go. If you say that you accept Christ as your savior and you know that all things are forgiven through him and his example, try saying that to a judge and see how many judges hold you back. Because that would be the honorable thing to say. Now, I can't test this because they won't let me go into court. (laughs) So the only way I can teach is the way I'm teaching it now. But those are the type of things I would say in a court of law. And so what I started doing when I wasn't getting the response that I wanted from my police and from my local MP is I went above them. And then I went above them. And then I went above them. And so... Although I'm not going, the one thing that I, I'll answer any question tonight, the one thing I will not tell anybody tonight um, is I will not tell you how I communicate with the powers that be. I am only going to tell you that I do, and that I let them know of every single thing I was going to do before I did it, and I let them know I was going to, uh, this call I didn't tell them about, um, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> But everything else that I've done, I have told them about. Um, They know exactly how I plan to achieve access to my Sistui KV. They know exactly what I plan to do with it. And those are the kind of preemptive things you need to do if you want to be responsible and honorable um, with your life. Um, It's a huge responsibility to own one. It does make you a king. And the responsibility of every king is to teach every other man that you meet what you know and teach them how to get their estate back how to administrate it and how to take care of themselves without being a burden on society without you know causing any confrontation with any police officers without causing any confrontation with lawyers judges or anybody else that is in truth doing a perfect job of holding the law for those of us who are not spiritually mature enough to accept God's kingdom
2: Oh, well, Sean, right. if I may. Yeah. I You know, I I think, you know, a lot of people are waiting for some sort of physical response or something like that to happen when they send things in. But the, the ultimate response that you want is, is no response at all, you know, that tacit acquiescence. And I think that you got that response, actually, when those officers took you from your home and kind of snuck you in a side door or a back door of the jail so that nobody else would see you come in and exactly. probably so they wouldn't see you leave five minutes later. Because there exactly. were powers above them that did comprehend your information and did comprehend who and what you were. And that's, that's why right. that occurred. That's right. You know, and the problem, if the problem is that... Yeah, go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Well, I was just going to say believe me if they want me in jail if they don't want me sharing this information they would bust down my door right this second they know where I am I'm not hiding I never have been and all of the information that I'm talking to everybody about today by the way is also you're going to find out that I'm not just like coming out of nowhere saying this shit I have been hiding in the shadows but I've got nine years worth of research that you can check out on my blog um you know I didn't just come out of nowhere um I am coming out of nowhere, but I'm not coming from nowhere, I guess. Uh, So, this has been a really long quest for me. And Brian, that is the key thing that a lot of people don't understand, is that you're bang on. You are not going to get a response. And if you're expecting one, then, you know, I, I don't mean to sound condescending, but if you're expecting a response, then you're not governing yourself like a king. You're not thinking like a king. Because a king does not ask for approval. He doesn't. He, the king makes the rules. He makes the laws and tells people how it's going to be. And that's exactly what I've done. This is, this is what you did. This is what you're claiming to do. This is what you can't do under God. And you're not going to do it anymore. Well, of course they're not going to argue with that. And they didn't. What I did end up getting after, uh, like I said, I'm not going to reveal to you my secret mail system that I use to communicate with people I communicate with. But as soon as I did that, that was when I got a response from the Attorney General, roughly a week later. Um, so, and it was sent regular mail, so it would have been roughly two, two or three days after I started um, communicating my intentions to higher-ups. Um, so what I got back from the Attorney General was a uh, stamped Sysdui KV, a copy of my Sysdui KV stamped by the Attorney General as well as a letter from their legal department, which I more or less ignored, um, the only thing that was important was that the Sestui KV copy that I sent them, and that's another thing everybody needs to understand. once you create a Sistoui KV, it is yours. You do not send the original ever, okay you, that is something you keep on your records. you create it with your own hand, you keep it on your records, and you send a copy. You write the word. Copy, you go get a photocopied somewhere, you write the word copy on it, then you send that, and you send it registered mail, and, and that's the responsible thing to do. You only need to send it to one office. I would recommend the Attorney General, but they actually have a responsibility as public servants to make sure that that's communicated to every other public servant office. So if they don't do that, that's not really your issue. Um, but it is your responsibility to follow up on that and make sure that it is being done. So and. You know how you go about doing that. That's the creative process. That's how we all have our own way. Um, how it unfolded for me is not going to be how it unfolds for everybody else. But that's what you have to do. You have to, If you're saying you can't use my all caps name anymore, and you get something in the mail with your all caps name on it, well, then you've got to write that person back and just say, "Hey, did you not see these documents that I put on the public record?" You can't do that anymore. And and you know I've got a couple of letters now in my folder people address me as a king, King Sean, blah, 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 blah. Um, and, and that is also different. So like Brian said, you know, people treat me a lot differently. Even in Thunder Bay, I got a, I also got taken in one time for hitchhiking on a no-access highway. That was a complete mistake because I don't even do stuff like that because I try to avoid attention. So I wouldn't have been on a no-access highway if that's what I'd known it was. But I didn't. And so, uh, you know, again, they stopped me and and... All I had, again, was my word. So, But I was speaking my Sestuli KV at that time. So I basically said that to him in the car on the way down to the police station. And then I was there for maybe 15 minutes while they went over stuff. And I had four officers in that situation come down when I was released, shake my hand, ask me what it was that I was doing or what I'd done, um, why they were being asked to let me go. And I said that I had no answers for them. I don't know what's going on either. I need to know what I need to do so that I can stop getting hassled like this. And uh, they told me to go and see a justice of the peace, which is what I did. That did nothing for me either. And it was about another year and a bit before I came up with my Swiss K V written and did it that way. And if, if you look I may, at my Swiss I would also talk about magic. Go ahead, Brian.
3: No, this is Dave in the thumb. Sorry. I, wh- how are you pronouncing that trust? I'm, not getting that because I hear it pronounced many different ways, and I sure would like to. I don't to
0: even know if I'm pronouncing it right, brother, just <laughs> so you know. Spell it, but spell it. I, to me, it looks French, and I grew up, you know, French, like not French Canadian, uh, but like as a Canadian, it, it's mandatory in our schools. So, c'est I am
3: de Rosier, so I am French Canadian.
0: Okay, so to me, it looks like c'est, you know, like like it is. Do you know what I mean? Without the apostrophe, it basically looks like it is. You know, So I say it like it looks, but uh, the truth of the matter is it doesn't really matter how you say it, I don't think. Um, it, it's what it means, and it's really just a declaration of life. But uh, I saw um, a word breakdown of it, and it, it says that you should pronounce it as Estek um, V. Can, right, Can you spell it? I heard that's the right word. V. Can you spell it? uh c e s t u i
3: thank you all one word thank you appreciate that sorry to interrupt no problem
2: and then and then kv after that
0: yeah yeah um
2: you know, I, I at least
1: again q u e uh, v
0: so Um, so the preemptive stuff that I was talking about is, uh, that's the part I think that only maybe I know how to do. I don't know if there's anybody else out there who knows how to use the secret mail system that's available. Um, if they are, there is great. Um, I'm not going to disclose that part right now, uh, just because I don't know if anybody needs it, I'll, I'll give it to you, (laughs) but I don't think anybody does. I think what anybody needs to do is going to be in the, uh, Regular commercial realms. Um, go ahead. Does someone have a question?
3: No, I said I need it. The secret mail system.
0: Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. Um, well, who who are you writing? Let me ask you that first.
3: Well, no one at the moment.
0: Well, because here's the thing. If, if you're using it. Um, Yeah, I don't know if I'm at liberty to give that away because... Who
3: should I be writing?
0: Who should you be writing? Your your, your public officials. Okay. So uh, are you U.S. or Canadian? I'm U.S. Okay. So if you're in the United States, uh, I'll actually hand that over to Brian. Brian, who's like your uh, equivalent to the Attorney General in, in the States?
2: So we have an Attorney General, so... And to that, me most of the notifications I do I uh, have gone to the Secretary of State at the state and federal level. I think that uh, they are the secret uh, keeper, you know what I mean, the secret of Aries. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah. For me, I'm pretty sure it's the uh because I'm Canadian, uh for any Canadian listeners, um the Superior Court is where I filed um so yeah, I'll get into a couple of other paper pieces that I did for accessing my Sistui KV. I wrote up a document myself to allow access to that um, and to turn it into money if I need to for God's kingdom. But again, it all comes down to uh, the intention of uh, the use of the funds that you're authorizing from that trust. So I'll get into that a little bit more. Um, and I was just looking at something else here. Uh, talking about the males.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, the
0: people to write. So, um, in the ministry, and that's something else I wanted to speak about, it's it's the ministry of the Attorney General. So, we're always talking about how it's all run by the Vatican and the Roman Catholic Church and and all of the people in the courtrooms are all in uh, robes and it's almost like it's some kind of magic ritual that's going on. And it's true. They are... Upholding, or there being the authority, if you will, of the father, um, and the father of teaching on earth, hierarchy, archetype in our mind anyway, is the Pope. He represents the authority, father, figure of spirituality on this earth. And so all of the members of judges, etc., are members of the church. And that is why... They are administrating commercially the assets of the central banks, and why central banks are just I- issuing promissory notes, which are based on wealth from where? What is the wealth of the central banks? Where, you know, what are, what, where is their wealth? Their wealth is the Vatican. Their wealth is the Vatican, same as the uh, Federal Reserve in the in the United States is is tied into the Vatican. Um, these are all just different ways of tying into. The same wealth in any common wealth country, and that's why it's called Commonwealth. So it's Commonwealth for anybody who is who accepts God's kingdom and, and says no to commerce. thank you very much. So commerce is for people who want to own for self uh, the kingdom of God is for those who want to share everything that we've created openly with each other um, and treat every man as an equal, regardless his skill, and or role on this earth. Um, We need to start understanding that whether you're the garbage man or whether you're the uh, president of a country, your role on this earth is equally important. Um, We all have equal value, um, because without any one of us, we're not whole. (laughs) That's just how it is. Um, We are all one people. And once we start seeing ourselves as one, um, each man a king hand unto you, um, each of us hands of God's kingdom, if you will, then that's when we move forward into the golden age. And really, I believe that they are just waiting for us to show that we can be responsible, to show that those who are ready to accept their estate are truly claiming God's kingdom and not some other form of commerce. I believe if you do that, you will encounter absolutely no resistance. You go in, you want to fight and get money in courtrooms, you're going to have problems. But if you're trying to get out of things and accept God's kingdom and be a good boy or a girl from this point forward, whichever the case may be, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Um, and it starts with a Sestui KV declaration. And it should not be like mine. It can be if you want. You can copy mine word for word and just change your own name. But a Sestui KV can be anything. And it should be anything. Because we all have a unique role to play on this earth. And I think everybody's Sustui KV should be a declaration of what their value is as a contribution to this earth and its highest idea or your highest idea for self. That is what I would recommend everybody do. If I may. All right, I'm ready to take questions, I think.
3: <laughs> if I may. Go ahead. Thanks. Uh, where might I read yours?
0: Uh, my Sustui KV. Um, it's on my website, so I don't know if you got that address. Uh, there should be a link to my website on the event page for the TalkShoe call. And uh, on my blog, there's also
3: oh, a the
0: section called My Story, which has all my documents. Um, but yeah, if you just go to my main page and scroll, 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 you'll eventually find everything, because everything's in chronological order. So it, it shows how I started. It shows all the mistakes that I made um, because those were mistakes. And if I had gone and tried to cash any of the default judgments in a commercial admiralty court, that would have been a mistake also. As soon as I got my stamped copy of the Sistui KV, that is, um, that's an acceptance. That's an acceptance from the Attorney General. And if you know that, then it's time to rock and roll. That means, yes, you, you know, very few people get a response And and you asked, you know, what to do if you don't get a response, don't worry about it. No response is success. Um they're gonna rebite you, they will. Sorry?
3: You said that link for your website was where?
0: Um, it's my last name, which is Von Den, V-O-N, D-E-H-N, and then visuals, V-I-S-U-A-L-S dot com.
3: Okay, v O N D E H N
0: Yep. Yeah. And then visuals V I S U A L
1: S dot C O M. Ah, that was my problem. huh. did you find it?
3: Uh not exactly, but I'm getting there. Okay. you have oils on your Facebook page?
0: Yes, yes. I've got three Facebook pages, too. I've got uh, Von Den Visuals Oils Acrylics, I think, or I don't know. And then uh, right. my normal Facebook page, which is just my full name now, because that was part of what started this, actually. Facebook made me use a legal name, and I thought, damn you. <laughs> so I thought, I better get my ass in gear and claim that name before I start using it again. And... Uh, but no joke, that really did play a factor. And as soon as they asked me to do that, I posted my Stewie KV actually on Facebook, believe it or not. That was the first mm-hmm. place that I posted my Stewie KV was well, Facebook. And then
3: it. Uh, and I after it I
0: created it, Brian's I Group is the first place I posted it. So it's in uh, uh-huh. Brian's Group somewhere too. And you know what? I'll save you some time. I'll post it in Tactical Sovereignty again um, if okay. that helps you.
1: Sure. dun, dun, dun. I have it on my computer. I can do that right now. When I punched in it's his hard name family you,
3: Greg. name, I'm sorry? I said it's kind of hard hearing you, Greg. I'm sorry. Uh, when I punched in his family name, I ended up with a PDF that says, This document is a matter of public record. To whom these presents may come, greetings. That's the
0: one. That that's uh that's not the Sistui K V. Those are one of the three follow up documents. This is K okay. KV's handwritten and it has uh four thumbprints. Well, two thumbprints, two toe prints. And I'll explain why I did all that in a little bit too. Wow. All okay.
2: right.
0: Yeah. Um and like I said, I'm gonna be teaching a little bit of magic here too, so because magic <laughs> is real.
1: Yeah. Uh dun dun dun. Well, okay, so go back to the group page. Does anyone else have questions out there right now?
2: I just want to say, Sean, that, you know, so much of this all ties in together, and has been told to people over history and over time, you know, I always think back to the Shakespeare quote of um, I have given you a face and you've gone and made another. You know, and essentially that's exactly what has happened is that, you know, when people are born, they go and create this um, fictional organization for people to use to operate in their world of commerce, in the system's world of commerce, by using that mask, you know what I mean? And people don't even, and you know, they, they, get, they get mail all the time at home you know, in the all caps and they get all their ID in all caps and they don't realize that they're using this fictional organization and that's what they're operating through. And it's not really them, you know what I that's mean? That's right. And that, that's the correction that has to be fixed. That's the presumption and assumption on the part of the system that has to be corrected is that, hey, I know you created this organization out here, but I'm not representing it anymore. That's right. That's, and it's that's that it individual
0: to do that. That's right. And, you know, a lot of people don't want to go down this road for exactly the same reason, I guess, that anybody else would be scared about going down this road. You know, like, what do you do when you have no ID and and, and when you're out of the system, right? That was the big question, that my mom and my brother wanted to know because you know, they, they know more than anybody else in my life how serious a quest this has been for me, how long I've been studying to, to get where I am. And that was their question. like, What are you going to do for money when you get out? Like, how are you going to survive? And I didn't know. I honestly had no idea. I just knew I wanted to claim my life back. And it wasn't until I did that and I started thinking about how a man who was really truly now in control of his own life would govern his life if he had the power and the authority to do what he wanted in the world. And as soon as I started thinking like that, the world seemed like such a beautiful place, and I thought, oh my God, how did I not see it this way before? Um, Because there really is, there's nothing corrupt. There's nobody at any superior court office that's going to say, no, I won't stamp this document for you after you claim your life. There's not. So, you know it's just a matter of what you want to do with your life from that point forward and really about understanding what it is that you're asking for. I think the people who find themselves in problems after they do this is because they start it with the wrong reason. They don't really have an understanding as to why they want to get out. So when they get out, they're lost. They don't know what to do. And so, you know, I don't know what they do. Um, I don't know if they go back into private and, and start running businesses that way or what anybody else has done because I really don't know anybody else that's, that's fully gotten out hundred percent. I know that there are people uh, very successfully living on the private side and I think that's fine as well. Um, and again, that all comes down to responsibility. If you're going to be private on the private side, you're not going to be getting pulled over by those police officers like that guy was the other day, because you're going to know how to, you know, yeah, you're not going to be going through the system, but you're going to set up your own plates because a king knows how to govern himself. So you're going to know to go to the motor vehicle place and, and say, hey, this is my car, this is what I'm driving, blah, 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 blah. I'm now the owner of my estate. Da, da da da. You send your letter to motor vehicles, you get them to stamp that, and then you go and you drive your car. And now when the police pull you over, you say, no, this is mine, and it's got a stamp from the motor vehicle on it. They're going to leave you alone because <laughs> you're abiding by their rules. Now, I'm not saying I know how to do that. I'm just saying that's what I would do. And if I didn't know how to do it, I would find out. I would just keep plugging at that until I found out. Um, one of the next uh, I'm going to be
2: Yeah. I was going to say, Sean, you know, um, I, I think I was talking to you about um, the government of the United States of America the, the other day. And they've they've yeah. already set up all that stuff for everybody through the Department of Motor Vehicles and, you know, how to take care of the notice and all that. They, they do that legwork for you. But, you know, what you were talking about earlier, I've got kind of a funny story about people ask, well, what do you do once, you know, if you don't have an idea and you don't have this or that, you know, how are you going to live? And I was on the phone. This was several years ago, back when I still had a TV on in my dwelling and I was on the, I was on the phone with like a group member or somebody and they were asking me that question because everybody thinks that the way things are today are the way things have always been. They don't realize that this is all brand new. This is all well under a hundred years old in america the way we are operating right now and somebody was asking me that question on the phone and the second they asked me that question um a commercial on tv ended and little house in the prairie started and i was like there's your answer right there i mean did, did these people back they didn't have um they didn't have a license to operate their carriage or they were no. horse and buggy, or you know what I mean. There, it wasn't right. that long ago that people were living this way. Um, That's right. It didn't take them very long to snowball everybody into this corrupt system.
0: That's right, and it was all capitalism. And and you know what? As much as it's corrupt, and as much as we want to bitch and moan about it, okay, the whole capitalist system, whatever it is, um, we've all, in different measure been swept away by it. Um, You know, like, I don't know, I have a consciousness that's hard for people to even grasp, and I was stuck in this system for 35 years of my life without knowing there was an alternative, or even considering it, really. Um, So not only is this new, like you said, over the last 100 years, where we've kind of gone down this path, but it's just, it's accelerated tremendously with, with the development of capitalization um, you know the the idea that the more you have, the more wealth you have, the better off you are. You know that becomes the idea for the alpha male, right? The more money, the more alpha male they are, um, and that's exactly kind of the backwards way to be looking at, at things. That's that's us really going down the wrong way, um, and well, you know, you know
2: what I want to say. You know, everybody has been their mind has been so screwed that. I mean, it's so amazing. Here, a few months ago, I went and I posted, I, I think I made the comment in open post that um, the United States is a socialist country. And, oh, my gosh. I mean, boy, did some of the patriots and people like that pop out of the woodwork and everything.
0: Oh, can I say so the word then, communist. <laughs>
2: all right. Same thing. Well, you know, and to, to me, socialism and communism, there really isn't much difference between the two. You know what I mean? No, for uh, isn't. I don't it,
0: even know what the difference is, to be honest. Uh, and,
2: uh, yeah. But <laughs> I, I, went, I went and then I, when I posted the definition of socialism.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. And if you look at the definition of, of socialism, it is exactly the way things are operating right now. Exactly to the T. Yep. No difference. Yep. And people are um, living in a, in a socialist society, and they don't realize it just because we're told that we're free. And we're told that we're a republic or a democracy or whatever you want to think. No, I'm yep. sorry, but this is socialism at its finest. And it, it's at its finest because it's been able to convince everybody that they're not socialists.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because, you know what, I even used to bitch about democracy, and this is going to sound really arrogant, but this is coming from, again, uh, somebody said to me once that I have a brain that's something like uh, Sheldon or something from the 70s uh, show, because I have this ability to sort of, I don't know, remove emotion from anything and just get right down to uh, the core of whatever it is that we're talking about and cut through all the bullshit. Um, now having said that, I just went off on a tangent and forgot what the hell I was going to say. Um so anyway, I'll just hand the floor back to you, Brian. <laughs> well, you're
2: you're talking about democracy and republic and
0: Oh yeah, and kind of okay. Thing. So thank you. Um no, I was going to say and democracy. I think I think we've been
2: I think we've been totally snowed with titles.
0: Yeah. Well, the the idea of democracy, here's where I have a problem with it is that You've got a majority of people, okay, and let's say that we have some really, 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 really good ideas, progressive ideas about how the world should move forward. And those ideas are held by the the smartest 10% of the population because they, they can figure things out a little better than the rest. But the country is being guided by the general intelligence of the masses over Do you know what I'm saying? Now that's where this sounds really bad because that is almost like a direct quote from something that uh, one of the elitists said um, is that surely um, governance of the select few intelligent over the masses is preferable to the auto-determination of the masses or something to that effect. And so it does. It sounds like a very Illuminati sort of plot. But there's a lot of logic to it. And the funny thing is, if people could understand that and think, you know what, what if the people taking care of your world are not really that evil? Um, What if, yeah, what if they're just kind of taking care of things until you say no more? Um, And that's sort of always been my philosophy, is that um, they have been pushing this envelope, and here's just a, this is just a perspective I want everybody to consider. Imagine for a moment that they have been trying to micromanage us and that the only reason that they have so many laws is because there was this spiritual awakening happening and they had to try and calm us down, so they had to like create more laws to make things more strict, to keep things um, under control. But in reality, they want nothing more than for all of us to grow up so they don't have to worry about taking care of us anymore, and they're worried at this point that it's never going to happen, um, and that we're just going to be, you know, the, the few that do get out are going to be, you know, lawless and not respecting any laws and causing all kinds of trouble and havoc for our local authorities, or, you know, the complete opposite. People are just not going to get out and and keep going into courts and keep doing all these stupid things, but. I don't believe that. I want to present this perspective that... um, I made an entry about V for Vendetta, and how uh, he's perceived as like this this hero in the movie, even though he's doing all kinds of things that would otherwise be perceived evil. Um, We don't generally condone killing, but we think it's okay for V in the movie because the people that he killed were totally evil and, and deserving of it, whatever. Um, What I'm suggesting is that the people who do have this esoteric wisdom in your world have, in fact, put all of the symbology and, and Masonic buildings and all of that stuff into place, they've created the laws that we are living by now, and they've done it all intentionally to be unbearable, because somebody had to play the bad guy to make us angry enough to wake up, and the no they know the more they push us the more it's the law of the universe. There is no way that 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 the most enlightened people of your of this world could not understand the fundamental fundamental principles of magic, and that is if you are doing evil, okay uh, you know if you kill a million people you're bringing a million. Saviors. That's kind of the balance. Um, whatever you, you know, there's, there's, there always is balance in the universe. So the more evil energy somebody's putting out, the more positive energy has to come into the universe to combat that evil. And they've been doing this magic, this evil magic that they do, or that you can perceive to be evil, or that the world perceives to be evil, because they knew that man was going to walk away from God for a certain period of time. And they figured it was better to keep that chaos organized and controlled so that when we were ready to grow up, we could just enjoy the kingdom rather than have us all sort of willy-nilly learning shit on our own. And so they've been doing things on very specific days to amplify the frequency, to try and speed up human evolution. Not slow it down like everybody thinks, but everything that challenges us forces us to grow faster. And we know that from looking at any organism that exists on the planet. When that organism is facing the end of its lifespan, it will adapt and evolve to continue itself. And that is essentially the magic that they've been putting into this universe. Um, they wanted to start all these revolutions and things to make people grow up. Okay. If 9-11 was an inside job, let's consider that for a moment, if it was. okay. And the magic, the true magic of what is shown in V for Vendetta and other movies, where if you destroy he destroys a building of parliament in that movie and says to Evie, it doesn't matter that the building is empty it's the idea. And once you destroy an idea it will die. That's the laws of magic. So the World Trade Center was attacked, the number one source of world's money, and the number one world source of power, the Pentagon. Why? If it was an inside job, would the government of its own country want to destroy the two things that give it the most control? It does not make any sense unless they wanted the world to change. And they do. And and everybody's got... everybody thinking that the New World Order that they want is going to be horrible and awful. No. The New World Order is waiting for their savior that they have created, basically, through their understanding of magic, their fiction that they created, and spread between millions of people all over the world, because it is the most prolific living example of self-fulfilling prophecy that man has ever seen. And that's why the Bible is the greatest story ever told, because they knew that if they created a superhero character of spirituality, and... All of the world had some kind of consciousness of that, or knowing of that. Whether it's consciously active or subconsciously active, the entire world would create that through the combined consciousness of man. And that's all they've been doing. (laughs) They've been trying to create Christ by playing the role of evil. Because there is no evil in the world, it exists within us.
2: Uh, So I was going to say, Sean, if you look at uh, the movies of the past few years and what they're putting in the theater and everything, it's you've got it's all these superhero movies have all made this big comeback.
0: That's right. And
2: it's like trying to get everybody to look for, you know, where's my superhero? Who's going to come and take care of all this? And the message (laughs) really is, is it's you. Because look, the harder you're know think I am, and, and I don't mind telling people, Brian, on that note,
0: I will say to the rest of the world, don't worry about it because you know what? I was, uh, I was like waiting for somebody to step up and do it because I just knew it had to happen. It's the law of the self fulfilling prophecy, and I, you know, I've been waiting to see who that dude was going to be. But it's, it's me, man, and I'm not afraid to say that anymore because I've got a date for it, which is June 5th. So if I'm wrong, everybody's going to know I'm wrong by June 5th. But, um, this is why I'm speaking tonight, because if anybody thinks I'm not that dude, I'm telling you right now that I am. There is no Christ. Um, Christ is a character in a story, and that role is open for anybody who wants to take it. And anybody who chooses that role is ultimately going to end up in that destined place in the universe. We
2: can't...
1: Hey,
0: Sean, of- Sean.
2: Yeah. Did you, uh, did you check out uh, that clip that I sent you on The Secret Book of John?
0: I did, and and again, no coincidences, I'm so glad you brought that up, because I would have forgotten to mention it. Never, ever had I heard that before, and yeah, man, you, everybody should listen to that. Say whatever you wanted to say about that, because I don't want to cut you off, but yes, I did watch that. It was awesome.
2: Well, well, the basis to it is that, and like I've tried to explain to people before, you know, if... Um, uh, a scientist of say like thermodynamics, dynamics uh, was doing a fifth grade presentation in a school. You know, he couldn't go in there and use the terminologies and the language of a thermophysicist. physicist. He, he it just wouldn't. Uh, the kids would just stare at him like a deer in the headlights. You know what I mean? Right. So it has to be presented in a way that the children can comprehend it. And, you know, I really apologize to people out there who feel like uh, the scripture is word for word, the, the voice of God. But and in a way, it may be word for word, the voice of God, but presented to you in a way that you would be able to comprehend it. Because if you were told what that real war that it's going on in the heavens, and this has been going on since the beginning of time. And yeah. then it's been going on for eternity if you If you comprehended what is really happening, it would blow your mind, and you can see through, like and the secret book of John you can see perfect yeah you can see perfect parallels in the secret yeah. book of John as to who Adam and Eve was, who Cain and Abel were, who adam and you know what I mean, and yep. it's like, oh gosh, no wonder they had to say it in a certain way because. If they said it in this way here, everybody would think they're a crazy man. That's
0: right. And so, you know what, I'm going to touch on that for a minute because I have something uh, written here that uh, one of the things I was going to talk about was uh, the father, the son, and the mother. Um, but anyway, uh, we have this idea of, of you know, the father of creation. Um, one of the stories that I actually wrote when I first awakened, um, started with, in the beginning there was nothing, in fact there was less than nothing because the nothing that was did not even know it was there. So less than nothing existed. Then a single thought emerged, a humble desire to be, and nothing knew it was something. And in that humble moment of self-awareness, the something that was nothing realized it was also everything. And so that... Is the nothing that I'm talking about, which is the female energy, the blackness, the love that all things in the universe are born from, and it's the uh, it's it's the knowing of that love that inspires the father's mind to continue creating. So that is why the emptiness or the darkness comes first, then the word, and then the light. And this is I, I talk about the microcosm reflecting the macrocosm in everything that we see. So, that's reflected to you in the world by thunderstorm. You always hear the sound before you see the light. So, uh, the sound came before the word. Um, the mother comes before the last name in, in your own name. And that's why, because you are the love. <laughs> that's why they call it making love, because your body is the love that was made by your parents. Um, that's the divine love of God. And the mind of God is represented by the Father. The perfected mind of the Father is the authority of that body or kingdom. The will is the most important part because that's the part that ties front to the back. So the body that's empowered by the ideas of the mind. So if you think of the uh, last name as an engine to a ship, because we like to talk about ships and vehicles all the time, I want to turn your commercial admiralty boat into a spaceship. So your first name is your first name, and then your last name is the energy or or the ideas behind it. Now, if you couple the power of your last name with the energy of your spirit, the spirit of God, and and put that idea behind your house and your name, um, you will accomplish absolutely anything. And what I wanted to say about that is that this is why, now correct me if I'm wrong, but I never once in my life saw Stephen on a commercial document. Has the name Glenn showed up on a commercial contract of any kind for you, on any bills that you pay?
2: Nope.
0: See? It's because they've never touched our will. There is no law on earth that ever presumes to have any authority over your will. Claim your will. And that is not something physical. It can't ever be taken from you. And your will is eternal. So it can't ever die. And it's been here since the beginning of time because it's of God. So that is why primarily my Sistui KV document is different from probably everybody else's on the planet. It's because... I'm not claiming even my body or my mind. I'm not claiming to have any physical property. I'm claiming my idea or my spirit as the source and the power behind the idea that's going to move my ship to the next place. And the next place is heaven. (laughs) So I want to blast off from this earth and I want to take my boat that started on land because that's what what happened is we went from land onto water. And again, this is reflected to us in the Bible. The The first tribulation was water. So uh, we were given a boat to traverse the water and it would carry enough of us um, to take us to the next level of growth. And the next level of growth is to leave the water and go to the heavens. Um, And uh, as far as being surety for the debt goes and making us all slaves and thinking that that's what they've done, they actually didn't really do that at all. That's why they use afterbirth material or whatever they do, because that never touches your sacred holy temple, which is your body. Um, It is garbage material. So it's just garbage, it's just paper, it's nothing. And the only attachment you have to it is your mental ideas about it. And that's true for any one of us. Um, So once you give that up and uh, reclaim your life, you do have the power to establish any kind of beautiful idea that you want in this world. Um, And I'm more than happy to... uh, Sure.
2: Hey Sean, I want to I want to touch on that a little bit too. Um, but yeah. um, in the meantime, um, uh, you're set. Okay, could you uh, send that to me in Messenger?
0: Yes, I can. Um, I'm. It's funny because I'm still looking for it on my computer, but you know what? It'll be easier to find on my website.
2: Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, pop that to me in Messenger, and I'll put that in the uh, chat for the group. But. It, it's interesting that you brought that up. As far as the paper that they created, and it, it can never touch the body, uh, because uh, we know that's absolutely true. Because if there was any paper on us, that would be considered slavery, and so they cannot put paper on man. They're too and, smart
0: for that. They're never going to make any. Uh, right. uh, uh, yeah. So anybody thinking that any and, of that stuff is going on just hasn't figured it out yet.
2: Yeah. And in in the, in the same way, in the same way, uh, they can't even number you. You know, because numbering you would be evidence of slavery as well. You know, because uh, we all know, Emancipation Proclamation, yada, 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 that slavery was made illegal. The the only thing is that people don't realize, but people are catching on to, is sure slavery was made illegal, but only a certain kind of slavery. And that was involuntary servitude. Involuntary slavery was made illegal. But voluntary slavery is 100% okay. Now, Absolutely, I it is. Months, it's called a contracting. a few months ago. <laughs> a, exactly. A few, a few months ago I was at the social security office and I took a picture of it because I was like, Oh, this is just too funny. But they had, you know, they've got these little hallways that you could walk down. When you get called, you go to window number, whatever. And you walk down yeah. this little hallway and there's all these windows along the side and you sit down at one of them. Well, they had a sign in the window in lo- the window of one of those windows. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> the sign said that your birth certificate will not be accepted as identification. And I'm thinking, Oh, hold on a second here though. Wait a minute. You're in the treasury. Basically you're in the social security office. They're the ones that created that supposedly for you, but you're not allowed to use that to identify yourself with. If that doesn't just say everything to people right there, I don't know what else would. I mean, people that see that, that, a light bulb should go off in their head. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, if and that, you know, we're, we've been told, to, not, we've been told yeah. not to use those papers as identification, but we choose to anyway. Well, since we choose to, then I guess we're accepting the contract with them, aren't we?
0: Yeah. And another important thing to remember is that even though uh, that paper might not have anything to do with us, it's just a piece of paper, and, and it you know, means whatever we believe it to mean, Um, at this stage in the game, it is also very, very important to know that your authorities, if they stop you in a car or even just walking down the street if you're smoking a joint or doing, you know, maybe jaywalking or doing something that would give them a reason to stop you, if you don't have ID on you, whether, you know, and I'm not saying their ID, I'm saying if you don't have some kind of paper on you, then they don't know what to do, because that's just the nature of who they are. and that's They're lost. Absolutely. So you have to create your own paper. And what I've learned is that they're going to start looking at you and going, well, what the hell is this? And you, as a king, have to tell them what it is. And when you do, if you do it properly and responsibly and honorably, they're going to leave you alone. (laughs) <laughs> you just say, hey, listen, man, it means that I'm like a spiritual dude. I, I I listen to God. You know, I'm not here for commerce. I'm not here to conduct business of any kind. And as far as I know, I'm not breaking the law. Am I breaking the law, officer,
3: in your eyes?
2: Uh, so, Justice Johnson various, is uh, various... uh, chiming in. Are you there?
3: Yep. Yeah, I am here. Uh, Brian, do you have The Secret Book of John, also known as the Apocryph- Apocryphon of John?
2: Um, all I had was, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he's doing a reading through it. And that's what I had was a portion of a okay, um, reading it that he's Okay, I'll a Word
3: doc it. in your pocket because, in your Skype chat because I just did that.
2: Okay, beautiful. Uh, you and
3: uh, like You said there's an audio of this somewhere?
2: Uh, yeah, that is in the other group, the spiritual group, uh, Origins of Eternity by Tactical Sovereignty. Okay. If you go into Origins of Eternity and go to the search bar and just put in Secret Book of John, it should okay. be like the first thing that pops up.
3: Okay, well, I dropped the uh, text in your Skype chat, so I yield the floor.
2: Okay, cool. It, it is a very interesting read, isn't it, Greg?
3: I haven't got there yet. I just did a CMP. Oh, I took a, oh, I took okay. a quick glance at part of it, and uh, like all right, we'll see how that works. Anyway,
2: well, you know, I think uh, that like, so many of the real truths that we need to know aren't in the books that they gave us. They're in the books they didn't want us to see.
1: And
0: I mean,
2: to me, that to me that just makes sense. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, da, da, da. I'm still looking for that Stu KV for you, uh, Brian. But you know what? If I don't get it over the course of this call, I I will forward it to you uh, very shortly afterward. Um, no problem. Yeah.
2: No problem. I'll put it. I'll put it in the group. And um, and uh, when I post it into the group, I'll put the word steps at the beginning. So if people go to the search cool. bar and just put in the word steps, um, they'll find that amongst a whole bunch of other steps. <laughs> if I
0: may? Yeah, you Tom know what? You. I'm going to do a Google search on my blog and see if that helps. because.
3: Uh... Well, I was m- trying to mention earlier that when I did did a Von D- von Den, or how do you pronounce it, your family name again?
0: Uh, von Den Visual, or Von Den. Yeah, Von Den is
3: black. Okay. When I did that... Uh, I did find the website eventually, but I also found the PDF I mentioned earlier. I'm looking cool. right now at uh, the typewritten May 7th with the, with the thumbprint at the bottom. Yep. And also below that, a, a little bit of scrolling, there is the uh, K V handwritten one with the four prints, as you said, in the four corners, and then the same thing again, uh get, it looks like you took a snapshot through the uh trans, supposedly transparent plastic uh sleeves that you have it in your folder.
0: Correct. Okay, so yes, those those are the key documents. So the very first one is, okay. is the so one that's asking. Is, that the, has ha- the, is four-
3: the handwritten one the same as the typewritten one?
0: No. Not even close. Okay.
3: Two di- two different documents? Alright.
0: Yeah, yeah. two completely different documents. Um, I was going to save the
3: image and put it in Brian's Skype chat and go from there. But if it's two different documents, there's not much point in going there.
0: Right, right. Yeah, no, the one with the four prints on it is the one that you want to look at. Um, The other three are just how I explained that document to the officers that I sent it to. Because for most people, sending that document on its own is not going to be self-explanatory enough. Although it should be,
3: uh, it won't. I, be. Get, uh, I get that. Uh, the four, the four print document is not legible in its image because you took the picture through the plastic.
0: Right. At, um, least, at
3: least on your on your on your page three site.
0: Yes. And so what uh-huh. I do is is now I carry around a little portfolio, and I think I've taken photographs of that with the pages open or whatever, like you said in in the plastic. Yeah. And so now okay. I have my original Sistui KV at the very front, and that's what I okay. show to people as the actual trust. That is the trust, that is the wealth that you're going to be administrating. The um, okay. second page, the one that you said you saw, with. there's another one that's stamped by the Attorney General now, and that came okay. to me uh, two weeks ago, or no, a week, yeah, two weeks ago tomorrow. It arrived at my house or like, yeah. Yeah, Crown so,
3: Attorney or we County go of last. Wellington received.
0: That's right. So received yep. means accepted.
3: Yep, I get that. Yeah. No argument so, there? Uh,
0: so that is how I knew, um and that's why I waited as long as I did, to be honest with you, until I did a call. Because prior to that, somebody had asked me, you know, what do you do if they don't respond? Well, that was my situation is that they hadn't responded. Um, uh-huh. I knew what I what had happened. I mean, I knew what my new position was, but I wasn't expecting them to respond at all. I just didn't think that would okay. happen. Um, I was proceeding as if they had, and then surprise, surprise, they actually did. But again, that happened after I contacted, if you will, the powers that be, and told them what I was doing, and then it was forwarded to me, stamped by the attorney general, and and since then. Where is
3: the? Case? On which part, land of state republic, is uh, county of Wellington?
0: Uh, that's actually in uh, Ontario, Canada. It's a little right. uh, city called Guelph.
3: Oh, okay, okay, here, up there. All right. Yeah. yeah, that explains the issue of crown attorney.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. uh, Brian, so that's guy that's the guy that, we don't have to that to position here super.
3: on the, on the uh, land of the USA. Right, but unit. but the no laws I'm no talking
0: about, believe it or not, they actually apply anywhere, and, and it wouldn't yeah. even matter if you and I were Russian right now. If we could speak Russian, we could do the same thing over there. Um, I am of I the mind that. that every country is working in exactly the same way with exactly this the same legal label. system, and uh, yeah.
3: All right, I yield the floor. Yeah, floor I, floor I, floor think, floor. I think I think every
2: yeah I think every country operating under the IMF which is pretty much all of the major countries now except for a couple, uh, exactly. are all operating under the same system. They might call different offices different names, but it's all the same yeah. system. And if people go back and look at, like, uh, the bankruptcy of yeah. uh, the United States and uh, the United States Corporation, look at their bankruptcy, and then go and look at, like, Canada's bankruptcy and look at what was going on in other countries at the time, Everything was happening just about the same exact time all over the place. And there's a reason for it.
0: Yes. And what I wanted to say about that, because this is really important as well, Um, they talk about the Savior all the time. And uh, we use this word surety for the debt and all that kind of stuff. Well, that is their surety for the debt. They are so sure that this Jesus character is going to come back that all of these debts will be repaid. Um, So in that way... That was one of the biggest mistakes that I made, is that I thought the financial system was super, super corrupt because we're, you know Canada borrows money at interest from a centralized bank that can never be, be, be repaid. It's just going to be a continually compounding debt. So, of course, that seems totally, totally corrupt, and yet it's not. Um, and the reason that it's not is because it only takes one person to access the true wealth and become a bank themselves and they can loan back all the money to pay it back. <laughs> like that's what you become. You actually become the wealth of the kingdom. So I mean you gain the same power that the centralized banks have to create money out of nothing and, and once you understand that then you realize oh my god it is just a fiction and and it was it was never meant to be taken seriously. Um, it is paper money. It is monopoly money and it was done that way deliberately. Because you know what, that's a whole lot easier than having to get all the gold back when we get to this stage. It's a whole lot easier to just cancel the contracts and burn the money. <laughs> gold is useful for electronics and other things. Uh, you know, the money that we've created is completely useless and, and it's meaningless and anybody has the wealth to pay back every centralized bank in the world if they know the value of their Sistui KV trust. It takes only one person. That's why we're the surety for the debt. Because it's guaranteed somebody's going to figure it out. And everybody gets out. Nobody's harmed. No foul. No central bankers going to jail. No no you know, Pope getting hanged. No Queen getting hanged. You, know, you realize that all of these things were put in place perfectly. And all it was doing was organizing the chaos that we would have otherwise experienced. Because it's just part of man's natural evolutionary cycle is to walk away from God so that we can know it again, and we only go through this stage once, and once we get through this, we're you know whatever we we take off to other dimensions from here, and some other life form comes up on this earth and replaces us. but we're
3: at the end if I may sorry I found your I found the better one I dropped cool. that in uh Brian's Skype chat uh I thank you man you're doing one. a lot
0: of leg work for me see this is what i need i need somebody like you all around me uh, you know just to send letters and stuff and get shit done for me i'm, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm
3: on your site but, <laughs> but no thanks on, on, i appreciate uh, that
0: because i'm still yeah i'm still like on google going through entries trying to find it so that's awesome thank you
3: my pleasure yahweh bless uh would it bother if i read it on the air <laughs> Not at all.
0: No, that's, that's what it's there for. And this is what I mean. My intention has always been with everything that I do in my life, I will never charge a soul for anything I'm doing because everything I'm doing is for everybody else. As You, you know, had
3: one heck of a pen to do this by.
0: Ha <laughs> ha, I did. I practiced yeah. for a little while too, by the way, and I'm actually pretty good now. Okay. I, I could do a lot better okay. than I did in my Sistui KV okay. now. I almost wish I'd waited. I could Is do it again, mind you, I suppose. Whatever.
3: um, Yeah. I bought a special left calligraphy left set right right for it. Right. I bought
0: special ink for it. And uh, yeah, I have a lot of fun doing it. Um, and that was something else that I wanted to share to, with people tonight is that the most powerful gift you have, any of us, is love, and that is best expressed through beauty and artwork. So if you are sending letters to your public official, my first three after my Sustuli KV are pretty hardcore, authoritative to the point. But everything I've done since then is very heartfelt. Um, That doesn't mean that the authority doesn't come across, but love comes across more. And that's how you need to communicate your attentions if you want people to take you seriously, because we all have a soft spot for people with a good idea. Everybody. No.
3: Okay. I, I'm reading through it right now so I could so if you just to let me do this, I was gonna make sure I could actually enunciate everything correctly.
0: Perfect. Okay, well, um how do you guys mind if I uh, I'm just going to excuse myself for a very short smoke. I don't smoke in the house, uh but it'll probably take me about 5-6 minutes. Do you want to uh maybe just entertain some questions while I'm away, Brian? Is that cool?
2: Yeah. Yeah, sure. And uh if uh, Greg wants to read uh that uh Sedicate us, he can do that as well.
0: Exactly. You guys can take the floor for 5 minutes. I'll let you know when I'm back. All right. All right. Thanks.
3: Well, I'm going to go ahead and I'll go ahead and do this. It does say sets the KV at the top uh <clears throat> nice writing. It says in the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. I shone and the living word of God, my father Von Den, which art in heaven, hallowed be my name, my kingdom come, my will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give me this day my daily bread. And forgive me of my trespasses, as I forgive those who have trespassed against me. Lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. For I am the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. And this was stamped, received, uh, what looks like January 19, 2017, by the MAG Correspondence Unit. also stamped copy at the top, but it's definitely, uh, if it is a, an actual copy, it's a darn good one because it looks very genuine like he hand-wrote this and then folded it up in trifold and mailed it or hand-delivered or whatever in an envelope. But anyway, I'm going to drop that in your Skype chat. All right. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, and that,
2: that's you know, one of the things that I did with my certificate as well. I mean, I, I didn't take the time with the pen and everything like that, but I found a nice font on the computer that I liked. You know, I know that legal, you know, they like a, a 10 or 12 setting and da-da-da. And I said, no, screw that. It's my document, not theirs. And Is the there somebody
3: that a question? there? uh, MAG is Ministry of Attorney General, is what MAG stands for. Uh, May 3rd, he gets a letter back, delivered regular mail. (laughs) (laughs) And just says upper lowercase, Sean Von Den, uh, his location uh, in Ontario, we have received your letter and enclosures uh, sent to the Ministry of Attorney, of the Attorney General. Your correspondence has been referred to the office for a response. Your letter does not appear to have been issued or filed in a court of law, as your letter, as your letter is not a properly issued claim or application. It is my intention to take no further action? Response response to it. Please be advised that there is nothing more we can do for you in regards to this, and our file is closed. Please be advised that no further correspondence will be forthcoming from this ministry on these matters. I am returning the original documents to you. Yours truly, Sean Carney, Legal Director, Enclosures, blah, blah.
2: Yeah, and that's interesting because that sounds uh, very similar to a response that I got from a uh, chief judge for the area where I was born on. And yeah. I thought, well, you know what, that's beautiful, because that has accomplished what I wanted. Uh, one, of course, there is no court case open for this to have been filed no. to, uh, otherwise I would have referenced
3: well, not their system anyway and,
2: Yeah, exactly. And two, um, uh, you have confirmed, by writing back to me, you've confirmed that you've received it. Yeah. And by saying that this issue is now closed and there's nothing more you can do. Well, that's what I want. I want you to close the case. I want you to to close, you know, um, the situation for the person. And I don't want you to be doing anything more with it. That's the goal I'm trying to accomplish.
3: <laughs> yeah. So basically, they did exactly what he wanted done. And uh, that settles that. And the way he goes, the way they go. If they go find another sheep to fleece? Is oh, yeah, exactly. because... One. Yeah, because they're going to go
2: for the low-hanging fruit, and you've clearly identified yourself as not being one of the low-hanging fruit.
3: No, 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 no.
2: Not anymore. I'm
1: back. All uh-huh. right.
0: I'm back. Thank you.
2: Okay. <laughs> no problem. No problem, Farah. <laughs> but, yeah, and and we're just saying that, you know, with doing this, one of the things that you're identifying to them, even though they may say, oh, you know, we don't see any reason to respond to you. We're closing the case. There's nothing further we're going to do regarding this. It's like, yeah. perfect. That's exactly what we want from you. We don't want you to be doing anything any further in regards to, you know, your fictional character. Yeah, And what we're doing as well is we're identifying to them that we are not the low-hanging fruit because that's who they go after. They, they want to go after the people that are blind.
0: Well, you know what? I'll, I'll read one of the letters. I said that I ignored the letter that I got from the lawyer. And I'll explain why I ignored this letter afterward. Um, but I'm going to read it to you uh, exactly as it was written to me. Dear Sir... Uh, We have received your letter and enclosures sent to the Ministry of the Attorney General. Your correspondence has been referred to this office for a response. Your letter does not appear to have been issued by or filed in a court of law. As your letter is not a properly issued claim or application, it is my intention to take no further action in response to it. Please be advised that there is nothing more we can do for you in this regard and our file is closed. Please also be advised that no further correspondence will be forthcoming from this ministry on these matters. I am returning the original documents to you. So, this letter is saying a lot of things. <laughs> um, and probably not what most people would, would pick up on right away. It took me roughly a day, a, like a day and a half, maybe just to kind of digest the words of this and and figure out what was going on. Um, But again, I sent this to Stewie KV, and then I sent those other documents with the single thumbprint at the bottom. So what the lawyer is doing in this letter is he's responding to the three additional documents that address the charges that I was speaking to in Toronto, the, the warrants that they had for my arrest. Because I did not file those charges... Um, and those papers into a commercial admiralty court, he does not have to answer to them, nor can he, because he does not have the authority or the jurisdiction. Only the judge that issued those warrants has the right to respond to them, and they can't because of the Sistui KV. And so instead, they pass that to the lawyer who passes that back to me, and that's basically something of a test. Either I can now take that stamp document and the accusations that I made and the remedy that I asked for in that document, and I can declare default judgment because of this letter and claim the $11 million or whatever. But by doing that, I'm going right back into commercial admiralty again. So they've approved or received, received is the same thing, accepted, my Sistui KV, which means they accept my um, declaration of God's kingdom. And so I can respond one of two ways. I can either accept the kingdom of God that was given to me, or I can go after them for the $11 million and try and fight this in a court of law. I'm going after God's kingdom. <laughs> I don't care about the money anymore. They said to me right here our file is closed what file are they talking about exactly? They don't say. So what did they close? And I specifically asked that question to the Attorney General in a following letter. Um, but they're, they're being very vague about things on purpose. And I knew that, and once I got that stamped copy of the Sustui uh, KV, that is immediately when I went to the Superior Court, and I took the received copy of my Sistui KV from the Attorney General, I asked them to make a copy of all the documents that I'd received from the Attorney General to let them know that I'd received the received copy. <laughs> so now they know that I know I'm a king, if that makes any sense. Um, and that was the only reason of putting that in there, was to let them know that I received their acceptance letter. Um, and they will know what that means, and they're expecting you as a king to know what all of these things that you're doing mean as well. If you don't know what you're doing when you go into these places, then you're not going to get the results that you want. It's really that simple. So I was very specific. I knew that they are not going to authorize or approve anything, so I need to authorize and approve my own certifications and documents. And so I'm going to read the follow-up letter that I published into the uh, Superior Court the following Monday, and this is... I promised everybody that I would teach you how to administrate your estate as well as give it back to you tonight. This is the administration part. So this is what I took to the uh, Superior Court of Justice. It's titled at the top, just as it should be, um, like a document would be um, appropriate for both commercial admiralty, civil, and ecclesiastic law. Um, because what I'm doing is, is commercial in nature, but I'm still an ecclesiastic being. So. I have to apply to their legal standards. I address it, King Sean, underneath that, House of Vanden. Den, underneath that, Hand of Stephen, underneath that, Kingdom of God. Below that, May 7th, 2017. So that's my address and my house and my business, if you will. If, if we were looking at this as a maritime admiralty document, that is my house of business. Um, the holder and bearer of this document, King Sean, House of Vanden. Den, is a true man of God, here to establish God's kingdom of earth as shown by his his Sissoui K.V. declaration and recognized by Canada's Ministry of the Attorney General. King Sean's Sissoui K.V. is a trust with unlimited commercial value, which may only be accessed by way of King Sean's wet ink signature or thumbprint seal. This is to protect against fraud and the misappropriation of wealth from God's kingdom. As an ecclesiastic entity, King Sean does not use money. He should be treated as any other man should be treated and presented with a bill for services as any other man would be. King Sean will provide his signature or thumbprint seal to satisfy the bill. A second signature will also be required by the one presenting the bill to create a legal bill of exchange. This bill of exchange is retained by the merchant and and deposited to the bank as regular cash for the agreed value of the respective currency. Wherever applicable, King Sean, House of Vanden, Kingdom of God, would also like to request that a 20% gratuity be added for any service where it is considered appropriate to do so. For additional security, the merchant may also request a copy of this document along with a copy of the Sestui KV received by the Attorney General for their records. Love and blessings, God be with you, King Sean, House of Vanden, Hand of Stephen, Kingdom of God. And they stamped that on May 8, 2017 and believe me when I tell you, they read over that document twice, actually. Um, I have two copies. I have one that included all of the documents returned to me by the Attorney General, and they gave me a copy of all those that I submitted, which are black and white, and then I had another printed-on-parchment paper that is liking to my kingdom and more liking to the kind of paper that I want to hand to merchants if I need to do business, and so I asked that they would also... uh, accept that one and witness my wet ink uh, thumbprint on it, um, if it were worded exactly the same way. They said they would be happy to, they reviewed the two documents to make sure that the words were exactly matching, and then they agreed to stamp the second document for me, which was the parchment with my thumbprint seal. Um, And that document then makes me the legal administrator of my estate. And I now at a financial institution, and they are working at setting up an account for me. Um, And that's been ongoing now for uh, a couple of days. But I'm working with the bank manager of the branch, and it's a credit union, so that actually might cause me some problems, believe it or not, because I don't know if credit unions actually deal with Sestui KV Trusts. Credit unions are based on the wealth of the people that bank with them, and so uh, generally, people need to have their own wealth, which is why I went there, because I thought I'd be able to, like, you know, release wealth from my Sustui KV to the branch to set up a fund. Um, But they're struggling with those uh, details at the moment. I will say to people though, right now, um, I don't know about the states, what kind of banks you have. I know that if I don't get the results that I want with the financial institution that I'm with right now, um, and that's been ongoing since last Wednesday, I hope to have an answer tomorrow. If that does not fall through, um, Scotiabank, here in Guelph, um, specifically deals with Sistui KV Trusts, and that is advertised on their website, and that is where I will go Monday if I don't get the answer that I'm looking for. So, um, yeah,
1: if anybody has any questions, please shoot.
2: Sounds like you're handling this all totally correctly, and uh, I think you may be right. You may need to go to the other bank that did advertise uh, dealing with the okay trust.
0: Yeah, I I have a feeling that unfortunately, you know, like that, the thing is, I wanted to do business with a credit union because they're for the people, like by the people for the people kind of thing. Um, but no, I think that was Brian that said that, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, I think you're absolutely right, Brian, because they don't borrow from central banks. So they don't deal with those trust accounts. And that's the issue that they're having is that they needed me to explain what the Sustui KV trust was. Um, the bank manager is now uh, dealing with the national managers of the branch. Um, and they're privately like researching the laws behind Sustui KV and trying to find out if they can, if they can yeah, make it work because they know that what I'm doing is a uh, for-the-people kind of thing. So I'm not, they're not allowed to borrow money at interest. That's, that's the thing of a credit union. I'm not doing that. Um, all of the money, from it's already paid for. There's no debt attached to anything that I can get. So that's the power that you have as a lender. You're a creditor now when you take control of the Stewie KV. And being honorable and responsible really means just doing what I did Um, You need to authorize um, access to your Sistui KV with your public officials, so after you claim the Sistui KV in your public office, give them the courtesy of 30 days, um, because that's how it works in the Maritime Admiralty jurisdiction. As a king, you don't need to wait as soon as you put it on the record, as soon as you write it with your own hand. It's law. But uh, for their benefit and for their purposes, allow them the 30 days to respond, and after that, just just follow up by you know doing what I did, create a document that in some way authorizes your access to the trust for ecclesiastic purposes, and yeah, and move forward from there. It'll cover your health expenses, it'll cover any of that stuff. If you're in God's kingdom um, and you have a Sistui KV with your thumbprint on it, and you present that at a hospital or, or anywhere that you need health care, they will take you. They will take you and you just say, I, I'm asking to be taken care of in the kingdom of God. I'm in God's kingdom. I'm a man of God. And show them that document and don't worry about arguing about the rest of the laws. Um, yeah, if you're in God's kingdom, everything is taken care of for you and you're considered a peaceful human being, you're not at war with anyone. And you have all the wealth in the world to settle any charges that are against you, so do that. If you've got any court charges against you, you know, that was another light bulb that went off for me because there were two warrants for my arrest and when the police in Guelph here were explaining to me, they were really, really nice because I told them I wanted details about the warrants and what it said specifically on the warrants. And the first one was for everything that I told you about with my run-in in in G20. The second one was because uh, I chose to represent myself in court. I made that um, well-known, the very first appearance that I had, which was the preliminary hearing. Um, and all I did in that situation was ask for disclosure. And you'd be amazed how nice the judge was to me. I didn't have any problems at all. My brother thought I was going to get like beat up by the judge because I didn't know the law and stuff like this. I said, well, you know what, I know enough to get through this day. And if I don't think I know enough to go to trial on my own, then I'll figure that out later. But right now I need disclosure because I didn't have any. And, uh, you know, again, they recommended that I get a lawyer. I said, no, I'm going to speak for myself, thank you very much. And the lawyer said, okay, go ahead. And I said, well, I said, Your Honor, I said, I don't have disclosure. Um, I don't know how I'm expected to respond to any charges without it. And right away, she was mad at the prosecution. She was just like, what do you mean he doesn't have disclosure? And he said, "Uh, sorry, (laughs) you know, whatever. She adjourned the court for five minutes, told them to get disclosure to me as quickly as possible came back in, and, and then she just asked me, she said, how long do you think you need to go over these papers? And I said, I have no idea. I said, And she said, do you think two weeks will be enough? I said, sure, two weeks sounds great. And uh, two weeks was nowhere near enough, as anybody who's been researching this stuff will know. You know, when I first started researching, I felt like I was getting dumber every week. I really did. It just the information was so overwhelming. There's so much of it. Um, I didn't think I was ever going to find my way. But I eventually did. And the second warrant was for surety. That's all it says. And the police officer told me that he'd never seen a warrant like that before. Now, I don't know. I'm assuming that that is what they would write on any warrant where you don't show up for court. I don't know. I just assumed that was maybe a default title for that. But this officer told me he'd never seen that on a warrant before. So, that to me, just because nothing in my universe is ever assigned was the last piece of the puzzle, if you will, that this is why they're not bringing me into court. They want me to know that I'm surety. (laughs) I am the guarantee for everybody else's loan. And I plan to take that seriously. And I don't care how crazy I sound at this point because I plan to have my job done by June 5th of this year. So if I'm wrong, everybody can call me crazy after June 5th. Um, But until then... um, there's only three weeks left to go, so um, it's a pretty bold claim to be made if I'm talking shit, um, and you'll know in three weeks if I am. So,
2: <laughs>
0: I'm willing to stand
2: by anything. Well, well, Sean, you know, I want to say that it's it's been put in our face the whole time, and people don't realize it because you know they think that the, the words that the system uses are sometimes just colorful or whatever. But that's not yeah. true. Every single thing the system does, they do it specifically on purpose. And there is no just playing around on their side. And so yeah. when they say that somebody is being held in prison or that you're being sentenced, da because you owe a debt to society, that's they're right. telling you the truth. They are that's trying right. to fulfill a debt. It's an obligation.
0: That's right, and
2: that actually segues into. I mean, we we're we're past our two hour mark, and I wanted to cover this just a little bit since you brought it up earlier, but that's a perfect segue into um, what debt really is, and debt biblically is synonymous with sin. You know, sin is essentially missing the mark. You know what I mean? Yep. And yep. you you can correct to your aim, and you can hit the mark. You know what I mean? But and this goes right directly to the original true payment of debt and payment of sin, which, exactly, you know, like I said, you know, some things scripturally are what is really going on is so out there, we wouldn't comprehend it. So they've got to give us simple stories. But I think some yeah. things really did occur, uh, such yep. as the death of Yeshua on the cross. And that was a perfect example of a forgiveness of a debt uh, for yes. all the past debt and, and post debt. It, it was, it was, it was taken care of. And, you know, he, he was placed in the middle of two individuals for a reason, you know, no. the one was going to turn his back on the gift and the other one was going to accept the gift. And no. that, that gift was conveyed through his acceptance where Jesus told him, He said, "This day you will be with me." Yeah,
0: and and
2: um, I, I wanted to hear your thoughts on um, that study that was done on the shroud of Turin.
0: On the witch
2: on, on the, the shroud of
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I have fuck. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to say some stuff of, that kind of I think fun is pretty far out there. But I'm going to tell you what I, what I actually believe that was telling me. And this is going to sound a little bit otherworldly maybe to some of our l- listeners. But uh, I just gave everybody a date um, for when all of these debts are going to be paid. Um, and known. I mean, like right now they already are. I've already told the powers that be that I'm taking care of all debt for the world banks and all that kind of stuff. Um, that i 've authorized the use of my Sistui kV for that purpose, I gave an extra copy to the powers that be for that purpose um, and again, that goes back to just this whole idea that everything that you 're doing and everything about us is is for the greater good of man um, you know i didn 't do any of this for me i did I did it all uh, for that, but as far as the, shir- the shroud of Turin goes um one of the reasons that I figured I needed or that I had a responsibility to have these calls, even though I know it's all going to be done by June 5th and there's only three weeks left tomorrow, you know, why bother? You know, like I could just let everybody kind of go through their own thing for the next three weeks or whatever. The reason why is because consciousness is increasing at such a level right now. What I believe happened for the Shroud of Turin is, um, we all want to know if there is such a thing as actual Ascension. And I'm here to tell you that absolutely there is, Um, because I know that death doesn't exist. Uh, Death is an illusion. And you can come back here and and try as many times as you want to get it right. But uh, yeah, there is no death. There is only continual improvement and moving forward. And if you manage to accomplish your God-given mission on this earth, and you succeed in achieving that mission, then you have no more reason to be here. And so, what would have happened to Christ? He had exhausted his purpose on this earth, and he turned into a star instantaneously. And that's what created that Image on the shroud of Turn, if that makes any sense. It was not a star like we typically imagine, although it is. Um, it has all the heat and all that stuff of the sun and whatever. But, it, but, as in only a miraculous, godlike thing could happen. Um, it was more of a an explosion of consciousness, if you will, that, that put the entire world into a new age or era um, of consciousness and growth. Um, but yeah it was something that maybe wouldn't have been seen to anybody else that had been around, but that's what he would have seen. He would have just turned into a flashlight and and been in another dimension um so that was a really compelling video because if that stuff is faked, man, it's faked pretty damn well um and one of the things that I used to struggle with on this quest was that I've never really been sure if Jesus actually existed as a living man um I know that if you believe he does, then he did. Um, and I know that if you believe he didn't, then he didn't. Um, because that's how powerful our thoughts are. But at the same time, when you see videos like that, um, if Christ didn't exist, there certainly has been consciousness or a consciousness like that available on Earth before. The problem is that the rest of collective humanity was not at a consciousness that was high enough yet to be able to receive or understand what he was saying. And so the people at the time would not have been at a vibrational frequency that would have even been able to see that explosion or him turning into that star, if that makes any sense. Does that sort of answer your question?
2: Yeah, I I could actually I could line up with those thoughts. That would sound correct to me. You know.
0: Yeah. I don't know what other explanation there is, to be honest with you. Do you do you have an explanation? Do you have thoughts on it?
2: Well, you know, in, in watching that, um, uh, <laughs> I almost want to call it an autopsy because uh, they went right down to the details of the print of uh, fingernails. Uh, they yeah. actually found signs of actual na- nails, nail nails, spikes, and the shape yeah. that they were in which falls directly in line uh, with that time period of what would have been used and uh, details right down to even the crown of thorns and what kind of plant that it came from and the areas where that plant was indigenous. And it yeah, is, it's just to me, really fascinating. And, you know, I just always thought that it was something that who knows what it was, but something that the church was using just to gain followers and something else for people to worship other than the, the true one that should be worshiped and be given glory is the way That's I great. looked at it. It's kind of It was kind of a deterrent, you know what I mean? But yeah. to me, to me, this really could be for those that feel like they need evidence, you know, this could be an awesome piece of evidence right there.
0: Well, it's funny because it is the only piece of evidence I've ever seen that Convinced me that maybe he was real, because um, I actually just thought it was a fiction um, until this year. Um, well, yeah, but I don't know, um, and like I said, it, it depends. I don't know what the world was like two thousand years ago. I have no idea. Um,
2: but well, well, I would also, I would also suggest to you also that uh, you look into some of the studies of uh, Ron Wyatt, uh, because he did a lot of exploration, uh, like looking for the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, which he claimed that he found very interesting stories there, um, yeah. and going down underneath in, in the tunnels under uh, um, the the mountain of the skull is what they called it, where Yeshua was crucified at, and in the tunnel directly down underneath where the cross was at, finding blood stains, yeah. and he took the blood stains. And he had just developed a new way of being able to analyze both things.
3: And, you
2: know, ahead and look at, you know, chromosomes or whatever, they may and may not still be in there. And um, my friend don't get any, or whatever. And he got in there, and when they analyzed it, they found that, um, and, you know, I'm not a scientist, so I'm probably off on this, but we're supposed to have X amount of chromosomes. And ah! This blood was that. definitely from. It was definitely from a male, but it was missing one chromosome.
0: Interesting. That's really interesting because one of the other things that I wanted to uh, potentially talk about. Um, again, this is this is random stuff, but we talk about the corruption of language. And uh, or we hear about it all the time, and 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 how uh, the English is is the language of Babylon. I wanted to touch on that because of that video that I saw yesterday. I believe that um, Mark Emery is that his name from Lighthouse Law Club?
1: Yeah, he's, yeah on that's right.
0: he's, he's on the right track, and you know everything he basically said in that video it was was spot on with everything that we're uh, talking about tonight and. Shit, I lost my train of thought again. Um, <laughs> I can't multitask. That's what it is. I'm trying to read Facebook stuff and talk at the same time, and I and I got totally distracted. So, oh, I was going to talk about um, my Kingdom of Heaven Foundation, but there was something else. Uh, what? What? You were talking, talking about language and Babylon. Oh, right. Um, sorry, about uh, that language is only corrupt if we go into their courts. It's that simple. There's no corruption in the language unless you end up in one of their courts. Um, the language of, of English is beautiful. Otherwise, if you're using it with the words you know and the words as you understand them, then English is beautiful. And and it's only when we go into one of those courts that all of our words suddenly become twisted and become something we don't know. And, and that was not done as a corruption to deceive us or whatever. It was more done as, um, you know, to let you know that that's not... Anywhere you want to be, you know what I mean. It's kind of like uh, making the kids stand over in the corner of the classroom. You know, you know that that's a bad place. You don't, you know, you don't want to be standing in the corner with your nose in the corner for the rest of the day. So you're going to do whatever you can to not be the kid who has to stand and put his nose in the corner for the day. So they did design it so that it turns all of your words upside down on you. Um, but the idea behind it is that you're going to behave so that you stay out of there. And the truth is. And, I, and I'm only speaking about myself, but I think the same is true for anybody else. Anytime I've been in trouble with the law, potentially with the exception of, of Toronto, there they really just overstepped the kingdom of God. And I realized later that that was because they were specifically instructed to do so prior to the G20. And that ban was lifted afterward. But anyway, um, that's kind of beside the point. Uh, but this, this language is not corrupt, and what we do have is 26 letters in the English alphabet, and what we had in all of the sacred languages of the past were 22. Now, the 22 from all the sacred languages of the past are linked directly with um, pathways on the Holy Kabbalah of the Jewish tradition of study and mystical sciences. So, what they were wanting and waiting for was for somebody to assign the 26-letter alphabet and the four remaining letters to the four inactive DNA strands on the human DNA. We have 22, we have the capacity for 26. When we get those 26, because there's a, a match for each one of the, the four, a male and female counterpart for each of the four new chromosomes, because it's a four-strand DNA, not a two-strand, that was the other thing that scientists got wrong, is... Um, that's where your Vitruvian man and the new DNA strand comes in and the extra chromosome that's missing and all that kind of stuff. And the reason that they did that was to sort of hijack us, to speed us up, not to slow us down. And that's the biggest misconception. People think that any, if there was any altering of our DNA done, it was not done to slow the process down. It was done to speed it up um, and get us to where we are now and basically, as soon as soon as one of us finds the door, he lets everybody else out of the theater, and uh, you know, life is a movie, it's just a game. Uh, life is a dream row, row row your boat. <laughs> everybody have fun and start living in the place of love. But I tell you, if you accept God's kingdom and you just everybody starts acting honorably and nobly with all of your police officers and judges and stuff like that and realize that the only reason you could ever be in trouble with the law is if you didn't follow the example of Christ and tell that to your judges and your local officials and whatever and see what happens. Um, I'd be willing to get, be willing to bet that everybody sees miraculous things happen. Um, And that's just it, we've never claimed. um, Because we're so afraid of the word religion, um, because we think in so many ways it doesn't represent spirituality, it does, even if it's not a hundred percent the truth, it still represents the quest for truth. And so many of us are afraid to claim, um, you know, our re- our religious beliefs in a court of law, when that is above anything else, the highest truth that you have is speaking your truth, you know, in a court of law, you know, word of God, that's what you are. Each of us are the living word of God.
2: Um, well, you know what I've seen is that you know if people don't think that the courts don't believe and i, I don't like using the word there myself i mean uh, to me, religion, me any religion is a man-made construct i mean spirituality right. is really you should be spiritual and everybody's spirituality is different but if you don't think that these courts aren't on a spiritual level and that they don't believe in a god and a superior being then you're sadly sadly mistaken you know, everything that's been set up in society and things that even the courts have done and the Supreme Court even has done as far as eliminating prayer from schools, you know, they they want to encourage atheism. They don't want you to believe in God because they know where the power is at.
0: That's right.
2: That is their, that's their whole intention.
0: That's right. That's right. And they know that. And, and, and here's the thing that always used to, like, even when I thought that everything was really corrupt, because I'm telling you all right now, it really isn't. It's it's the biggest illusion you could ever imagine. If you start, you know, it, it's all about forgiveness, because that's the thing you first have to do. Once you get out, you have to forgive and just put everything behind you and say, okay, you know what, this is the beginning, the first day of my new life now, um, and I'm just going to forget everything of the past, because it is a new life. If you, if you proceed that way, you, you're really, I don't think, going to have any problems, um, and yeah, I, I don't know. Everything is just, it's perfect. Uh, it's its for people who really just don't know how to behave and have been irresponsible. And that was one of the things that I found myself answering to when I first found my way, is I was going to take somebody under my wing and, and you know, teach them how to do this and, and be a king and all that good stuff. And I had to say no, because... He's just so far from understanding any of the stuff that I'm trying to talk to him about that he deserves to have to go and answer to the tickets that he has for his driving and whatever else because he's not a responsible driver. I got to spend a day with the guy <laughs> and I watched him drive and I thought, oh my God, no, you know what? This, he's still a child. He needs to grow up a little bit. He'll find his way on his own time and that's why it very much is a personal quest for everybody because, uh, and you know what? We we really do have to forgive anybody else who's oblivious to this kind of stuff too because everybody is really just doing their best to do their part in whatever way they know my family is probably one of the most oblivious you know to some of this stuff as anybody in the world but they're the most loving and kind people you could ever want to know and they work so hard and they try so hard and they don't understand what I'm doing and that's fine but um there's no time for resentment for other people that, that you know, are completely tied into the system. Um, it is going to be unveiled very shortly for everybody. And if one person, and, and this is the, the pivotal message, I guess, of this, really does understand that if you look up the unlimited, uh, the is KB in uh, Commercial Admiralty, it defines it as having unlimited commercial value. Now, it only takes one person to understand what those three words mean, and what gaining access to it has the power to do. If you really know what unlimited commercial value means, then you really are beginning to understand how fake and ridiculous the idea of money is in the first place, and that is the joke. We've always heard that God has a sense of humor. And the truth is, we just needed to have one person realize that you know what they are the unlimited wealth of the kingdom, and they're gonna pay all the world banks back, and you know we're gonna we're just gonna share our stuff from now on and work less and enjoy more free time, and that'll be how we pay each other back um,
2: yeah well if the if the debt that they feel is owed to them was extinguished, then that would be the extinguishment of them as well. You know, That's right. And you know, I kind of, I kind of wanted to uh, kind of paraphrase what you've said during this call, and because some people they're thinking, oh wait a minute, no, the the system being hard on us is actually they're doing it intentionally, so that will come around. But I I want to liken it to the bully on the schoolyard. The bully on yeah. the schoolyard really wants to beat somebody's butt. You know what I mean? Yeah. He really wants yeah. to get engaged. But he, he yeah. doesn 't come right out and do that; he picks on you, he pokes, he prods, he pushes and pushes until he pushes you to that point that you're going to retaliate and then it came on because that's what he wanted you know that's but right. until then you you're you're just feeding him with fear and everything all through that and we that's see right. this. To, we see this today with things going on across America where say people are rioting uh, you know burning down businesses flipping cop cars and this and that they are totally and that's what they perfect. were expecting me they're, to do They know how pissed
0: off i am right, about all this going on in the world but i didn't they, do any of that
2: what, what right what they're displaying is the opposite of what you're supposed to be displaying they're displaying that yeah i need a daddy i need to be thrown yeah. in jail I, I i need to have things done to me you know thank you Brian. And, and instead of they're approaching it from the complete wrong direction, and so they're getting the complete opposite result of what they're looking for.
0: Yep. And the other reason that I'm not worried about anybody really uh, shutting down our call or anything like that is because, you know what, I'm going to be the first guy to say that, you know what, if you're a policeman and and you're dealing with one of these people who's in trouble, do whatever you have to with him because, you know what, if he's a responsible person, he shouldn't be standing in front of you in the first place. (laughs) Like, I mean... (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Unless it's just a stupid thing, but I mean, if you're in trouble with the police, you're probably in trouble with the police because you're not doing something properly. Um, really, the police don't bother me, no, that I, they don't. And when no, I, I they have bothered me, it's because I've done something stupid, like work, walked on a non-access highway. Again, like I said, don't provoke them, don't poke the bull. You know, I, yeah, okay, I think I'm sovereign and all that stuff, but you know what? I'm still not going to prod the bull. I, I would rather be on a highway where, you know, they'd rather me be legally within their system than, than say, screw it, I'm sovereign, so I'm going to walk down your highway even though you say I can't. You know, what is the point? Is it, is it really getting I, you?
2: I don't, <laughs> yeah. As I say, I don't want this to sound like that, that Well, what is being said is that you know, if the police do something, although there was a reason for it, which we because we know full well that there are uh, plenty of authoritative figures out there who have done things that are completely wrong. They uh, killed people uh, mindlessly because they've just gotten drunk on their own power and things like that, and so, yes, that does occur. But these things are all tests, uh, yeah. including the guys sitting in, in prison or in jail, rather, right now in Colorado. Uh, This is a test. And, you know, we see people sitting in jail. Normally, society would say, oh, they must have done something wrong. And that's what a lot of people look at, like with the guys in Colorado. They're like, oh, see, the stuff they were talking about, they might do all wrong. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in there. Well, you know, the disciples sat in jail, too, you know. And there's a purpose for it. Because it it will show the strength of Yahweh at the end.
0: Yeah. And and I guess what I was trying to say, really more than... uh, then um, the message that I guess I conveyed by saying that you know people who are in trouble with the law deserve it or whatever. I guess what I'm really trying to say is that if, if your approach is in any way combative, that's what you're going to get back. You know, you go out there with a combative nature and, and you're looking for for fights with with authority because you you know you think you're above it or whatever. You're going to get exactly what you're asking for. You're going to get that challenge of authority and I don't know, um yeah, peace be with you be be peaceful, be loving, and i don't I don't really see anybody getting in trouble with anything. um, be good to your fellow man, uh, you
2: know, you know it's so much of it is just learning to be the king or if you're a lady, a queen of your body and of your estate, because everybody God. will be tested in one way or another i mean i I had a period for about a year where I got pulled over on the average of probably five times a month, mostly because I came home late from work at night.
3: But it wasn't
2: really until the Facebook group got rolling and gained membership and, you know, starting to talk to various people and started doing some of my own notices and things, that was really when the pullover started. And those were all kind of tests. And I had the situation, even that I've spoke of, where um, I had two unmarked cars parked at either ends of my property i saw my camera and they walked up to the um up to my dwelling and i met them outside before they could even get to the door to knock you know and they just they're in plain clothes and they just kind of wanted to talk and feel me out and things like that and so i talked to them for probably about a minute and a half and that's it i made sure that it was a short chat because i'm king and when I got done telling them everything they needed to know, and I felt like they should have been satisfied, I turned around and walked away and walked back inside my home. And I looked back out the window and they were standing there staring at each other. Like, did he just walk away from us? You know? <laughs> That's but right. But that, it, you know, it's a matter of saying your are going out, granted everything's going to work great in every situation and every place. I mean, it is all in, in what official that you run into as far as how you get handled, you know, some clerks in court are going to be great with you and other ones are just going to be a stone wall every time you try and do anything. So that's right. There is no promise of anything working in every situation, but that's right. Trying to stay, but staying in honor is your best bet. That is really your only option. Your options aren't, do I carry a 38 or a 45? No, you only exactly. You know what, Brian?
0: I, I'm going to add to that just by saying one of the things I did sort of to protect myself, and you could argue that I didn't do this because I biked across the country, but I mean, I, I live in like northern Canada. It's pretty rough terrain in some spots. So it's typical to have a hunting knife. So I did have a hunting knife on me. But I mean, aside from that, I stay away from any kind of weapon because I know that if... If they find out that I, I buy one of any kind, whether it's a crossbow, gun, some kind, not that I would want one anyway, but th- that's just going to make me seem like that much more dangerous. And if they know that I've got something like that, then I'm looking at maybe two, or sorry, four police officers coming to visit me if they suspect I'm doing something instead of two, or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Like, why do I need something like that if I'm a peaceful person, right? So if all of your actions and and everything that you're doing is peaceful. Oh, and something else I wanted to say, you said uh, you know, walking away from the police officer when you're done talking. And, you know, if you're not acting like a king, the second that you're not, is the second that you're not going to be treated like one as well. And so a couple of things that 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 guy did in the video is, you know, on one hand he's saying he's sovereign, but at the same time he's saying, so um, there's no problem here, am I free to go, officer? Now, why are you asking for permission to go if you're a king? And why are you asking if everything's okay? And that's what I mean. It's like you shouldn't even really be, and and he was right, I guess, in the point where he said, you know, I shouldn't even really be standing here explaining this to you. But he's right. And after you finish a statement like that, you know, you should maybe give another 10 or 15 seconds courtesy and say, you know, I already told you I don't need to be wasting my time like this. I'm going to leave. Thank you very much for your time. Officers, have a great day. And you go and you get in your car and you let them take the offensive if that's what they're going to do. You know, if they're going to assault you or whatever, just say okay. You know, what am I being arrested for? I'll go with you peacefully. But you know, govern yourself like a king. Think like a king. You know, they want to know that you're responsible and that you actually mean what you're saying too. So some of the time, yeah, that, 10, that they've been that
2: honorary He had really should have been five or ten minutes at the most.
0: Yes but he yeah.
2: he was he was trying to convince them, and you're not going to convince anybody on the side of the road, but
0: <laughs> no, you're not going to convince anybody, period, and that's the problem is that if you think you're going to be able to go around to any of these offices and get approval from anybody or or anything like that, that's not going to happen, and that's what it means to be a king you You are saying that you're in control of your life, so if you are. Then stop asking people for com- permission and start going around and taking care of business as a, as you know as a responsible person would if they're independent and and self reliant. Self reliant is the word I was looking for.
2: Um, but yeah, if you are self reliant. Well, Sean. Should... Yeah, absolutely. If you're self reliant, then yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't be. You you should be dictating, not asking. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to say we're well over our, our two hour mark here and so I noticed that I to cut this short. <laughs> okay. It's easy to do. It's so easy to do. It seems like, but, um, For sure. and maybe we're going to have, maybe we're going to have to have you again on like uh June 11th or whatever sometime after the fifth.
0: That sounds good. Well, well, like I said, I, I don't anticipate there's going to be much if anything after the fifth, um, as far as this stuff goes, but, um, I am available. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what comes of this call, but um, I'm I'm willing to speak anytime before then, for sure, at least within the next couple of weeks. I'll be available if anybody wants to have me on another talk show or uh, has personal questions. Everybody knows where to get a hold of me on my blog, and uh, they're more than welcome to do that. I'm going to ask all of the people who are on this call tonight as well that listen to what I said. There's also a uh, link to... um, or you will find on my blog an entry called The Kingdom of Heaven Foundation. And I just want everyone to take a look at that just to see what kind of ideas I've put set forth in the universe as my first business plan, um, just as maybe some creative ideas for everybody else and, and what they choose to do with their Sistui KV now that everybody who's on this call should have it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. Thanks very much for having me, Brian. Awesome. Yeah.
2: Well, thanks for coming on, Sean. And, you know, like I tell everybody, what these calls are really about is learning where you're from, where you are and who you really are, because until you comprehend those things, you're not going to get anywhere. And as far as trying to convince people that you're trying to overcome their cognitive dissonance, but you've got to come over that yourself and fix those things in your head before you can move forward as well. Yeah.
0: So, and we also have to remember that, that you know, the, the, the people we're fighting against are, are in the same boat as us. They haven't grown up and reclaimed their estate either. So how can you expect them
2: to understand what you're talking about?
0: <laughs> you know, like that yeah, is the premise they're, of my argument.
2: in the system too.
0: That's right. They're in the system. So how are they ever going to be able to understand what you're saying if you've been studying this stuff for years outside of it or, or from that perspective at least? You're never going to accomplish that the conversation. Just not going to
2: happen, right? They're 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 part of the system and they don't even realize it. That's right. That's right.
0: Oh. Oh, well, it was awesome being on the show. Hi, Thank guys. you very much for having me, Brian. Um, and yeah, if
2: there's uh, Thanks, any questions Appreciate anybody it. has,
0: feel free to direct them my way. And uh, I meant what I said about and, the account.
2: Yeah. And Sean's a member of Tactical Sovereignty also, so you can find him there. If you have any problem finding him, and you can link up with him there at that at that Facebook group. So. Perfect.
0: All right. Well, I'll let you go, Brian. Have a wonderful night. Thanks again. And uh, yeah, we'll be in touch, brother.
2: All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Yep. All right. Thank you, everybody. Everybody have the rest of uh, what's left of the Mother's Day. And enjoy the rest of your weekend before our upcoming long work week. And we'll see you again next week.
1: Thank you.